Hello. It's us. We're back. <laughs> Here we are. What's the business, y'all? It's your boy, Jester954, back on the podcast. And Aaron, also 954, but almost 561 at this point. <laughs> I'm literally... Giving your, giving their, you're giving them their fucking location, son. Oh, yeah. I'm right on the line, man. If I was... I'm I'm, in, I'm basically in Deerfield, but uh, I'm also in Pompano. It's one of those zip codes that's like split. And so... Yeah. If I was in Deerfield, my number would be 561. I mean, if I got a new number, obviously. Anyways, we're nerds, and uh, this is our yeah. podcast that's called Nerds. And, uh, <laughs> and this is off the rails. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, off the rails on the crazy train. Sorry, I was trying to type and do it silently, and I was thinking too hard. Uh, um, dude, it's okay if people hear your keyboard. I know. I, I, I listened, I mean, I listen to, obviously, a I'm actually having a problem. I'm listening to too many podcasts. I'm not getting anything done. You know how they say like <clears throat> when you have an addiction or something and it's fine until it starts affecting the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Listening to nothing but podcasts is affecting my life. Like I can't game anymore because I, the only gaming I can do right now is fighting games because I can't play like Final Fantasy if I'm listening to podcasts. But I cannot pull myself away from listening to podcasts. I have not listened and, um, to a single <clears throat> podcast good? in months because I'm at home really? and it's like when I'm working, I just watch TV. Like I just I've been catching up on all the shit I haven't been able to watch. Like when I first was at home, I was watching a ton of horror, like just horror movies that I wanted to watch. You know, shit I think about when I'm at work. Like man, I wish I was just sitting at home watching like fucking, you know, Halloween '79 or whatever. You know, just something I want to watch. Yeah. Like. My, the first day I watched In the Mouth of Madness, <laughs> I watched Wonderful. Awesome movie. Evil Dead remake. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I know. And then I started Creep Show, and then I finished Creep Show again. You know, like I, uh, the series. I had watched two episodes, and I finished the rest of it. And then, like, I've just watched a ton of shit. And now I'm catching up on shows. Like I caught up on True Detective, Watchmen. You know, fucking all the shit I haven't watched. So. Yeah. Speaking of Evil Dead remake, if you go back to. Our Evil Dead remake podcast. That was the first episode of Off the Rails. Oh yeah. Uh, but what I was gonna say was, um, <clears throat> is I, I'm so I'm listening to podcasts and whether it's ACG. Sup everybody? It's Carrick from ACG. <laughs> uh, fucking hate that fucking guy. Big new reviews, not filled with sponsored bullcrap. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone gets so upset. Like, oh no, I can hear your your keyboard or like the other. I was listening to. William Pat cast sewer beast last night and I guess Pat goes to like bite a sandwich or something and Willie's like I can hear the crunching stop it stop it I mean eating's one thing but like the fucking keyboard's fine it's all good and speaking of which noise trigger warning I may clear my throat a lot um just my level of mistreatment of myself and just staying up late every night smoking cigarettes all night and herbs and shit and drinking like i'm constantly clearing my throat i really need to give my body a break my body's in a constant state of recovery and like it kind of sucks and like i'm constantly i'm not like sick but i'm constantly like <clears throat> because my body is dying and i'm like starting to die and <laughs> losing my voice my body so is there's dying. a little, little bit of voice throat clearing going here and there i would fuck with my mute button but my computer is so stacked with shit i feel like if i touch a key on my computer the whole thing's gonna explode um i need to do some heavy maintenance on my laptop because it's just it's crammed there's so much malware on here probably 
but any hoodles, my poodles. Well, um, if you if you like us, you know, and you want to write in or find us anywhere else, we're all everything is uh like facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast, same as Twitch, same for uh YouTube and our um Gmail, which is nerdsupodcast at gmail.com. The only outlier is our Instagram, which is nerdpodcast. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get into our weeks. Pretty much this is one of those weeks podcasts because not really a lot's been going on. You know, news is kind of... We had some well, deaths. I mean, there, There's some news. I guess uh, there's some stuff, but we'll just talk about it in general. Yeah. Like, you know, there's... The, there's a really, really interesting Evo news that is fucking mind blowing, which I'll get into later. And I do want to hear your thoughts on the big podcast news that just dropped. Uh, you know. About oh your, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh the 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 Spotify thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I also have a tangent. There, there may be a couple things I talk about this episode that aren't necessarily nerd stuff, because I do have a tangent about that that podcast as well and um and just some regular shit kind of maybe regular real, real world issues because there's not too much going on and it's just like you know we're still in this goddamn thing situation oh yeah this gd well you know S. this is off the rails so there is no real structure but we stick to like the general i mean it doesn't matter who do we fucking have to explain to you i'm who gonna fucking care it's no one's been... my bad i actually tapped that by accent but it's okay <laughs> it's we're... a good two weeks yeah um I'll go quickly, um, just because I haven't been doing much in terms of gaming. Um, I've been watching Bosch <laughs> and Psych on Prime. I'm like, obs- I mean, I love Psych. It's one of my favorite What's shows. Bosch. So Bosch is like an. It's such an old people show. Like it's such a classic in the heat of the night. Oh yeah, you were telling me about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, what was it again? So it's just about a detective. His name is Hieronymus Bosch, which the, he's named after a painter. Um, and each season goes over basically one case. He's a homicide detective in L.A. Um, and each season kind of encompasses a case and all the surrounding shit with it. So, um, But it's really good. It's, it's, it's strangely addicting because it'll end on like not even a cliffhanger, just like a hanging <laughs> shot of like Bosch and his daughter eating. And you're like, I need to know what happens in this conversation. You know, like one of those things. Yeah. Um, and it's just a good background show, you know. Um, and obviously, Psych is one of the greatest shows of all time, and all of it's on Prime. So I'm rewatching. I've seen every episode multiple times, but I still laugh. I still love it. It's, it is funny. It's from you know, it started in 2007, and I'm on season two right now. So it's like, oh wait, oh, wow. some of the jokes, man. It's like you wouldn't get away with it now. And it's little stuff like they just call things gay all the time, and they called Native Americans Indians a couple times. And I was like, man, if this came out now, like you know, it just it's a different world. We just you know, ah. we have um. I guess. I mean, the calling Native Americans Indians. I mean, I guess. Yes, it is contextually stupid. Yeah. And like, it's like that meme. It's like we came looking for India, and it's like, well, you didn't. This isn't India. Okay. Well, we'll just we'll call you Indian. Yeah, you're Indian. It is bitch. dumb, but even like you know, indigenous peoples will refer to themselves as Indians sometimes. I mean, it's whatever. It's neither here nor there. But I do understand how nowadays we would have to make that change. I just. If I heard someone say that, I wouldn't automatically like call them a Nazi. No. But no. 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 I, no, no, I, no. You know. I, you know, it's, but it, it's it, one of it those... is something to be corrected. I, I do nowadays, I do say indigenous Americans or Native Americans. Yeah, I just say Native Americans. Oh, but I, you know what? My favorite is in Canada, they call them First Nations, which, you know, for First Nations people, I don't oh, know. Oh, First, Na- uh, yeah, for, yeah, for, uh, for, yeah, something like that. First Nationals or First Nations peoples. Or, yeah. That's now, cool. Which is cool. Cause it's it is like, kind yeah, of like, bitch. uh, <laughs> 
it's cool, but it's also like a reminder, like what you once were before the genocide. Yeah, before we fucking M Bison laugh. Before we apologetically <laughs> came and took over, because it's Canada. Delicious. <laughs> um, so oh, been, Canada! I've been watching that, um, and I love Psych. I mean, I I, I love Psych. I, the, I'm so excited. They're doing five more movies. Uh, so they've done really five yeah. new more movies of Psych are going to mm-hmm. come out. So they the show ended and then they did a movie and then they they had always said they were going to do a bunch of movies instead of seasons because it's just cheaper. You know, USA doesn't have to fund it as hard and they can um, just do a two hour thing once a year. You know, however often it's on backlog now because of Corona. But um, the first movie's pretty good. Um, uh, the guy that plays Lassiter, Timothy Omenson. He had a stroke, like literally days before they were shooting, so they had to rework the script because you know he he was a big feature. He's like the one of the main you know four people in the show. Uh, so he's in it for a second, and like half his face doesn't move. He's like on Skype, you know. But yeah. the, this next one is about the character having a stroke, and they're kind of like going over his recovery in the show, which sounds really cool. You know, like a cool way to deal with that. Um, and he's like almost fully recovered. He's, he's an awesome, he's an awesome dude. He's really, you know, a, a good actor and, and whatever. But, uh, so I'm excited for that. Um, I've been playing Trials of Mana still. I'm really deep into it. I'm like 30 hours in. Um, I really like it. It's clearly a SNES game, you know, that was, uh, remade. Um, and there's a lot of shit that's like old school in a way that's like, mm. Like graphically, it's it's it looks more like a PS3 game than PS4, say, because it's very um, colorful and and it's not like graphically intense, but it's a nice 3D remake. Like it's not just a 16-bit port, you know. Yeah, um, no, it looks pretty cool. I like the main. I like how the main character looks kind of like a badass. Because in Secret of Mana remake, main character looks, you know, kind of like a 12-year-old, almost a yeah, like like you know the kid protagonist, kind of like Kid Goku style. Mm-hmm. But this dude has like. A little bit more like muscle definite. He look this one. This guy looks like he's a like a like a fighter. Well, that's the like, interesting he looks thing. Strong because there are eight characters. Well, yeah, the main dude with the big hair. No, no, no. Big that's red hair. one person. You pick your main character out of eight. You pick oh, your okay. party in the beginning. But he's like the the guy that they were showing the most of. Yeah, Duran. That's who I picked as my main because when I played originally, I played Kevin, who's like the Wolfman guy, uh, Charlotte. Because I wanted a healer, which is like the little kid, like this weird little elf child thing, and I think mm-hmm. I played Reese, who was called Lise in that, um, and she was she's like a Amazon. <laughs> I know, interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, this time I I picked Reese again because I just like her. I think she's cool. She's like a Valkyrie. Um, I picked Duran and Hawkeye, who's like a rogue, um, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, the only like weird stuff is like you can only save at save shrines. Like it's not it's old school in that way, you know. Um, yeah. But I now have like a flying dragon and shit. I can like get around. So it's it's opened up. It's it's long. I thought it was gonna be just like you free the four crystals and then you fight the boss. But it's like free the four crystals now. Do no. It's I'm sorry. Eight crystals now. Go to eight dungeons. You know, it's very uh, Zelda esque in that way. Cause I yeah I beat it on SNES. It's just I beat it on an emulator fucking fifteen years ago. You know, mm-hmm. um. So it's really good if anyone mm, needs like probably a, more, dude. Fifteen years ago was we were 
still young. 15 years ago, we were pretty old. 15 years ago, was I was shit, 20? Yeah, I was 22. You were 22 or some shit? It's probably, so probably when I did that shit 20 no, years ago. It's probably when I did it because I was living on my own, which, I mean, I was on my own at 18. Oh, that's true. And yeah. emulators and ROMs. That mm-hmm. was like a little later on. Yeah, it was when I had my own computer and stuff. And I remember doing it and loving it and being sad it never came stateside, you know? So it's really cool that they've released the original uh, on the Mana Collection, which has Secret of Mana, Secret Densetsu 3, and then I think one other game, um, Legend of Mana, the Game Boy game. Um, mm-hmm. And they have them all in their like, original <laughs> graphics. And then this is a nice remake. Um, but I'm happy to say it's a lot better than the original Secret of Mana remake, which was really buggy and really like shittily done this is really professionally uh remade um and then i've been playing legend of heroes trails in the sky i was obsessed with final fantasy 14 and then i started just on a whim playing legend of heroes just like after seven remake i really wanted to play a jrpg like a farmable you know like literally last night i spent three hours farming two packs of mobs because in this game, it's not random battles. The mobs spawn in the world, and you attack them, and then the battle switches to the battle screen, and you go, you know? Um, love it. Yeah, I love it. And I So the magic system is tied to, you have what's called an orb mint. I think it's orb mint, something like that. It's like, um, I, the way I think of it is like a, a watch you slot gems into, like a wristband you slot gems into, and the gems give you spells based on elemental gems and things like that, right? And the gems also yeah. do things like, a water gem uh, gives you heal, but it also gives you 10% HP. It's called HP 1, right? And that gives you heal spell 1 and 10% HP. Well, you can get HP 2, that's 20% HP, and heal spell uh, 1.5, which is heals a group with the same spell, you know? And then the third one, you know, so on, whatever. Well, I didn't know. There's like a whole fucking... I was selling some of the gems because I was like, eh, you know, I've got the basic setup I like until I get the next up of them, you know? Well, I didn't know... Like, yeah there's like a whole fucking side game of combining them in the right order. So you have six total slots in your orb mint and the way that you equip them in the set order in those slots opens up like secret spells, like ultra spells and shit. And like I was reading online cause I was getting destroyed by this one boss fight. And like in it, you're, you're these uh, kids who become bracers, which are like uh, an adventurer's guild. You you know, they solve uh, monster problems and like petty crime. You know, they, they assist the military and the police in that way. And so you do a lot of side quests um, just for extra money and extra XP and things like that. They offer them on like the, the guild board. Um, and I missed like two. They expired. And I didn't understand how the time worked, but it's based on... Uh, parts of the story it's not like in-game time because i was really worried about it being in-game time and i'm like how the fuck am i going to juggle all this you know but it's not it's just like if you progress to this point they expire you know the one of them expires here the next one's at this part of the quest you know whatever um and one of the the bunch of them are like to kill special monsters in the world and man this one was fucking me up so i was like i must not have you know i must be doing something wrong in terms of my orbs and you know or my crystals and everything because even the monsters in the new area I was in were fucking me up. Like, they were killing me in two hits. And I'm like, I got to fucking, you know, I, first I got to farm and then I got to figure out my magic. And then I was reading and people were like, yeah, just get white Gehenna, which is like this one spell that's a fucking AOE. And like, they're like, it mops the floor with like most of the game. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then, then it was like, yeah, you just have to have the right combination. But people were being like very vague. And I'm like, what the fuck do they mean? So then I just found a game fact. And I'm just following that. So I've been farming crystals to start building this because you have to, 
text. To, what's that? A text game pack? Oh yeah. Oh man, I love I I miss not to cut you off, but I miss those. I oh, miss yeah. like going to Game Facts and they would have the big ASCII art they would make in the top. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, dude, you'd have to scroll. It'd be just one giant text thing that would run thousands of pages and it would be so awesome. I you'd have to like put like control F and then put yeah. a keyword in. That's or, nice. Cause nowadays we just go to YouTube and just type in like item and like Yeah. Well, good old days, but go ahead. This is a this is a game that was originally released on PSP and then PS3 they ported it and then now it got ported or then NPC. So I've been playing it on PC and I'm really bummed because it goes Trails in the Sky one, two, or you know, Trails in the Sky, second chapter and third chapter. Third chapter is like a, an offshoot of first and second, because so first and second are one story. Uh and then the third chapter is a secondary character, like a different story outside of that. And then there is Trails Zero and Eo Kiseki, which is, I don't know what it translates to, but those mm-hmm. two never came stateside. There's never been a release. They were PSP and Falcom uh, made them. And the company that, um, I forget who's uh, porting them, just wouldn't do it. They were like, we're not porting any more fucking PSP games. Like nobody's playing them, you know, in America. Um, yeah. And so they tell a story that it all connects. Like I realized I was watching a trailer for uh, Trails of Cold Steel Four, or yeah, Four, which is coming out, and it's the end of the whole. That's the end of the whole story. And man, the main characters from Trails in the Sky are in it. And I'm like, fuck! Like all these games, they all talk to each other. They all tell different sides of the same kind of war. You know? Yeah. Who um, makes it? NIS. Falcom is Falcom, the company yeah, that makes that. them. I think NIS is who ports them. It's mm-hmm. one of those companies, uh, or Xseed might port them. Um, okay. But uh, Falcom is, all they've done is the Trails games and East. You know, the Wise or however. You yeah, know, East. East. Um, I've always wanted to play those. I, they're like really like, they're like little action RPGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never gotten and into I'm, them. Well, I remember I never got into them because originally the box art was a lot like what's that other game lunar where the box art was just cool anime generic yeah, anime yeah. art and they never showed you gameplay and then once i saw gameplay like literally just a couple of years ago i was like oh that's why they don't show you because it's like they were ps1 games a lot of times but they looked like super nintendo games mm-hmm. yeah wow. and i know you know what i've never played either is romancing saga any of them neither have i because i, I believe I think I was about to bring that up a second ago because I was like, what's that game? I think Romancing Saga is the one where you have like seeds and you build like there's like a tree and then you build like a town or some shit. No, that is Saga of Mana. Saga of Mana? Yeah. Or Saga Frontier? Saga Frontier. I'm sorry. You're right. And it had like the watercolor art, which was really cool, but I could not get into that fucking game. So I, well, somebody, uh, a person I used to be friends with had let me borrow it and I really wanted to get into it. And then the whole thing where it's like, all right, you have a seed and you have to like grow your world. Like, I yeah. don't know, you'd have to like grow I didn't a like town it. somehow. I, I, I couldn't like really it. wrap my head around it. Yeah, I'm with you. I, tr- I really wanted to because I love the graphics, but I I couldn't get into it. It was really pissing me off. <laughs> like, yeah, the, like was... the games you're talking about right now are like the RPGs that like I couldn't really do. I couldn't get into, you know. I mean, I didn't really get into RPGs until I was older, but. I tried with those and I just couldn't. I just I didn't know what I was doing. I was lost. Yeah. 
Um, but anyways, um, Trails is really fun. I've been really into it. It it's a slow build. There's about five to seven hours of the first, like the prologue. That's kind of wordy. It's very, very text heavy. Um, yeah. But once like the beginning part was over, I was all in. Like the the central kind of story starts, and I'm like, oh, I'm in. And I wasn't. I didn't dislike it. I was just like, it's slow. You know, it's it's taking its time, and it was kind of like, well, where's this going? Like whatever. And then, and it's not like a you save the world game. It's like political almost, but it's weird. It's all these countries that border each other kind of interacting and and like juggling or, or tiptoeing around each other and trying to, you know, politically maneuver. Yeah. Um, but told through teenagers, you know? So it's like these teenagers that work for the government, but like as like Boy Scouts that do more than boys, you know? It's it's interesting. It's a it's a really cool world, and I'm really liking a lot of the characters. the The main girl, I'm not a huge fan of because she's like the tropey, gutsy anime kid. You know, the Naruto, the the uh, the guy from Black Clover, just like the loud, uh, like believe it kind of character. And then her yeah. half brother or her adopted brother is like the other kid, and he's definitely like the cool Sasuke. So I don't love them because, you know, tropes kind of, they get old after a while, but they grow on you, those two. And the, <laughs> Tell that to fucking Shonen. I know. Fucking Goku. I know. Uh, they grow Ooh. on you, and I, I like them now um, a little more because they're getting deeper. You, you see more of their backstory and what makes them kind of how they are. But all the characters around them are really fun. Uh, there's like this guy <laughs> who's like a traveling bard, and he's trying to fuck everyone like he's trying to fuck the main kid this uh other lady that's their like teacher <laughs> hold up <laughs> yeah yeah he's trying to fuck everybody and like what? the, the kids are <laughs> well the main the main guy who's 17 in this world or whatever which you know obviously age of consent here is different whatever doesn't matter yeah whatever the guy's fine. like <laughs> the guy's like in his early 20s but he's like a traveling you know musician he's literally just flirting with everyone i don't know that he's really trying to fuck anybody whatever you end up finding out he's like a no, secret agent. No, he's probably agent. depressed and he just wants validation. Well, you find out he's like a secret agent. It's just his way of putting people off so they'll start talking, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, he, it is kind of his personality, whatever, but I liked him. He like just constantly plays guitar out of nowhere and everyone's like, what the fuck, man? Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, the main, like their teacher who trained them to become bracers is like a drunk. Like she's just like, I just want to get hammered uh and you know solve <laughs> cases and then use that money to go buy really expensive alcohol and get fucking plastered so it's cool it's fun yeah i would recommend it. it's they're they're like 30 bucks on steam but um i know a friend uh got them on gog or green man gaming um for cheap so i think they go on sale a lot uh i'm definitely gonna play all three of the trails in the sky I there are fan translations for uh Trails from Zero and Ao Kiseki, but people say the Kiseki one, the second one, is really poorly done and the real translation that like a, a company that does them just finished the last year um is really good for the first game, but like to even get the games is hard. Like you can't just buy the file. You have to go to like a Japanese site and it's like fucking crazy. I I was like I don't know if it's worth it you know someone just fucking translate them and sell them please yeah because that one's about like cops it's like a detective story of a different nation's versions of bracers and this kid's trying to find who killed his brother and it just sounds like a cool story you know 
and I want to play it because I'm going to see that kid and have to fight him or something, you know? Yeah. So, but they say, cool. they say like, you know, the connections are there and they, they tell you enough that if you haven't played the game, you'll understand, you know, but it it makes it a deeper moment when, you know, you're playing something that you've already played three 50 hour games and you see that character like, oh shit, you know, I don't know. It'll be cool to see them in 3D as well because it's a old, it's like a 2D 3D like cleaned up PS1 uh, RPGs prior to Final Fantasy VII. You know, like that almost, almost like SNES brought to 3D. Um, yeah, I mean they kind of did it when they did like, man, that Square Anthologies disc that brought like uh, Chrono Trigger. Remember there was a PS1, it was like a Chrono Trigger port for PS1? Yeah. And there was like Final Fantasy VI on PS1. Like there were these like really like uh, like not many produced like anthology discs where they would put like the best Super Nintendo Square games on PS1. Mm-hmm. And they would basically remove pretty much the load times and then sometimes they'd add some animation or something. Oh, but yeah, I, I, Basically when like PS1 and PS2 were making what looked like Super Nintendo games but were way better. Kind of how nowadays people make indie games for PS4 that look like Nintendo games or Super Nintendo games but technically they're way more advanced but they look like super nintendo games but they're not like that so it's like it's going for a retro style but you know they don't need to make it hyper realistic yeah it's i remember i remember when six when final fantasy anthology one came out and it was final fantasy two i think not two four like actual final fantasy two and six on one disc and they were like cleaned up but like they had uh they had made 3d uh cutscenes for six and i was like holy shit they're gonna fucking make it like how final fantasy seven was and, and then it was just regular six you know cleaned up a little yeah. bit no load times but then every once in a while like a cutscene they made and i'm like oh man <laughs> like i was pretty sad um yeah but that's it for me I, i've just been playing a ton of those like what i do is after work i play from five till about seven i play uh trials of mana and then after that, I you know I walk Lulu, I eat dinner. Kelsey and I watch some TV, and then I come upstairs. And for like from like nine till eleven, I play uh, Trails in the nine, Sky. Nine eleven. Yep, inside job, baby. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it for me. Word. Um, that's cool. Oh, funny Goku thing. I saw like a so Dragon Ball Fighters released another character it's called like ultimate instinct goku (laughs) and dragon ball fighters is a three on three team fighter 3v3 so now you can literally have a team of three versus another team of three and everyone is a different goku there's six gokus in that fucking game oh god so there's goku super saiyan goku super saiyan god super saiyan goku gt goku uh goku black and then ultimate instinct goku is that five or six uh whatever if not there's another one butt plug goku i don't fucking know (laughs) there's fucking six gokus now so it's like goku simulator it's pretty it's like goku inception the fighter you mean pretty funny what dragon ball's been for forever i mean whatever yeah but um so on my end let's see where i start uh i have not like i said before i have not been gaming too hard other than just, I've been trying to burn through Street Fighter a lot. Uh, man, that two weeks of where I was just buying King of Fighters games and playing 
those anime fighters. Jesus, man. <laughs> it's it's you, my brain can't you can't retain what's going on because I'm playing I was playing so many games all with different mechanics and also anime fighters are the hardest type of anime of a fighting game. I fucking hate anime fighters. I don't know what possessed me a month ago to say I'm going to spend $200 and buy every anime fighter I can find. <laughs> I think it was cuz I was bored. I think it was because I enjoy like character select screens and I like endings and I like like I'm not gonna lie, like I was playing Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Is that what yeah? Blaze Blue Central Fiction and I was noticing the roster was so much bigger than I noticed. Because I remember when Blaze Blue first came out and I think two thousand and six or nine or some shit. Uh and the roster was small and it takes time for them to grow. Like with especially with all fighting games, dude. Vanilla vanilla version comes out. You're not getting the final product for five to seven years. So if you want to be there for every rendition and pay for it every time, every time, whatever, that's fine. Like I've done that with Street Fighter V. I paid for every season pass, which means I paid for five seasons at 25 to $30 per season. Plus maybe another, I probably spent at least another $50 worth on content, probably more. And then in the end, when they were done, they're just like, hey, the whole game's just 40 bucks for everything. So if you were like me, you've spent over $250 on Street Fighter V. But if you're new to Street Fighter V, it's 40 bucks, which is fine. I don't really, actually, I'm wrong. It's $30. I don't feel cheated because I wanted to be, I wanted to be there for the growth of the game. But I couldn't really do it with like Blaze Blue and Guilty Gear and every other fucking game. So I, yeah. That's why I eventually I I cut out on Blaze Blue for, for probably five six years. I got Central Fiction, which is to my knowledge the final one. Which which is what's really fucking stupid is it's the final version of the game, and there's still like three DLC characters, and they're like eight dollars a piece. Fuck you! I'm not buying yeah, those. You, yeah. you should have included them in the game. It's fine. It, there's so many characters, but I was going through Blaze Blue Central Fiction, and. I, I was just like, it was worth it because I saw the amount of characters I didn't recognize and how freaking cool the designs are. And then I would pick a character and be like, wow, this girl looks really awesome. She's got, like, especially in Central Fiction, there's like these two or three, like, Valkyrie-looking characters and their weapons are really neat and they look really interesting. And then you forget. Blaze Blue is very unique in the sense, well, not anymore. Everybody took the thing, but everyone has a unique character action, which makes them play uniquely. So it's not like Street Fighter where you understand the basis of how a game plays. And like, you know, you know, there's, you know, Shoto characters like Ryu and Ken with fireball motions. There's charge characters like Gaio. And then there's grapplers like Zangief. Like, no, in Blaze Blue, every character plays different. So if you want to start playing Arakune, it's basically like you're learning a new game. It's nobody in the game plays like that character. And that character plays like no one else in the game. <laughs> Um, you want to look up a stupid ass fucking character that is impossible, like not impossible, but very difficult. Look up Arakune in Blaze Blue, or look up Carl or his dad or Celica Mercury. They're characters that have like puppets, so you have to control like two characters at once, but with this weird. It's it made me excited. I wanted to play the game, but then I put it in and I realized like, oh, I have to put in like ten hours per character if I want to like get to know how to even approach how to use them it's not a game where I could use an overall uh, knowledge base to play 
Like you could, if you have a general grasp of fighting games, you can play Street Fighter, you can play a Marvel game, you can play Dragon Ball, you can play uh, Mortal Kombat. Even Dragon Ball is a little rough because it's technically an anime fighter. There's a lot of mechanics. So I got overwhelmed with all the different mechanics because I was trying to jump around. Even with King of Fighters games, I think I brought it up last time, like some games are striker games, some games are team battle games, some games are 1v1. And I was trying to cram in like 15 to 20 different games at once. And I was literally like, okay, King of Fighters 2000. Let me beat arcade mode with this team. And then after I beat it, I see their ending. I go, cool, I have 35 more endings in that game to beat, but let me switch to King of Fighters 99. I want to beat it with Team Akari. And then after a couple days of like literally game hopping every 20 minutes, I'd beat a game, switch a game, beat a game, switch a game. It started to confuse me. I, like, I didn't know what game I was playing anymore. And I realized like you can't binge 20 fighting games at once. Uh, you're not going to appreciate all I'm going to be doing is jumping heavy kick and sweeping everything because I'm not going to learn the nuances of the mechanics because I'm trying to juggle games that have a lot of mechanics. So all those kind of like sank down and I just saw like my copy of street fighter, just like shining in my collection. And I was like, let me go back in there and see the story mode. Cause there's a lot of like a lot of endings. There's hundreds of endings in street fighter. So I've been collecting those endings. I'm actually doing it right now. I'm breaking the rule. Um, I just have it on easy mode, and I'm just like mowing through, just collecting ending endings, like one round mm -hmm. easy mode. I can beat it in about eight minutes. So I'm like, all right, times this many, times it's 800 minutes worth of gameplay, how many hours, whatever. So yeah, so I've been playing Street Fighter, seeing endings. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm going to get to Dark Souls 1, which I've been playing, and then we have a cool new Dark Souls mod we heard about we're going to talk about. Uh, other than that, I did I did watch the Scorpion's Revenge Mortal Kombat movie, so I did want to review that. So it's an animated film. It's an American anime, kind of like how Castlevania is not, like Castlevania is an American anime, so it's like American people doing anime, and I think they're doing a great job. It still doesn't feel like it's animated to me. Castlevania does a great job. Mortal Kombat's cool. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. Uh, but here's what they did wrong. They called it Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, and it's supposed to be a movie about Scorpion. All it is is a retelling of Mortal Kombat. It should have been told. It should have been called Mortal Kombat. It's it's Mortal Kombat One. It's the tournament. So what I'm getting from what they did was. Um, and look for an in-depth review next Friday. I'm going to be on uh, Who's Next Gaming Entertainment again for an episode of Losing Lives, which is where we're going to review the Mortal Kombat animated film Scorpion's Revenge. But I'll do just like a mini thing here where basically they just tell the story of Mortal Kombat. And I guess they wanted to profit off of Scorpion because everyone loves Scorpion. So they called it Scorpion's Revenge and you mm -hmm. think it's a Scorpion movie. No, dude, it's just fucking the story of the first Mortal Kombat tournament. And then these idiots changed the story beats in order to like make Scorpion like kind of part of like the good guy team yeah, so that he could be more involved. But they end up making it kind of dumb. So who cares? Spoilers. It's fucking Mortal Kombat. Original Mortal Kombat tournament. Most of the people have taken the first movie's approach, which was awesome. The first film was great. So, like, Liu Kang, Sonya, and Johnny are, like, a team, and Raiden is, like, their 
their guardian or like he's not their guardian, but he's like their kind of like uh, sh- sh- their shepherd. And they go on this tournament, you know, Shang Tsung. It's a long story. Basically, there's a tournament every year. And for the last, I think, 99 years, Outworld has won. And on the 100th year, or maybe it's 10, Outworld can invade Earth. And all they need is one more victory over Earth, and then Shao Kahn can invade Earth and merge the realms, and he can, like, have another realm. Obviously, at the end of Mortal Kombat 1, Liu Kang comes through at the last moment and wins the tournament, resetting the bracket, which is why we have so many Mortal Kombat games. Great. The original Mortal Kombat ends with Liu Kang squaring, I believe so, squaring off with Goro, defeating him, and then defeating Shang Tsung, resetting everything. Earthworm wins. Great. So in this one, uh, they completely changed that. So the story of Scorpion is basically he was in a uh, he's in a clan called the Shirai Ryu, and then which is like you know Scorpion's yellow gang, and then there's the Lin Kuei, which is Sub Zero's gang. You would think Sub Zero's the good guy because he's blue and Scorpion's like evil hell guy. Scorpion's actually the good guy. Scorpion is the Ryu from Street Fighter of Mortal Kombat. Scorpion is the noble hero, the family man who had his wife and son murdered. And Sub-Zero, or the first incarnation of Sub-Zero, his name was Bihan. He's the guy who murders Scorpion's family, therefore, and also he kills Scorpion, and Scorpion wants revenge. Scorpion goes to Netherrealm, basically hell, makes a deal with Quan Chi. Quan Chi is like, I'll bring you back as a demon if you do my bidding, and I'll give you what you want. Obviously, he's a fucking demon source where he's lying he's just using scorpion so that's why scorpion looks bad he's like a he's got demon powers because he made a technically like a deal with a devil to get revenge on sub-zero he does come back kill sub-zero sub-zero dies becomes noob saibot and then sub-zero's real life brother takes over his helm and becomes noob sub-zero none of this is in the movie except for the whole murder shit anyways so Scorpion's on the island, and Liu Kang, Liu Kang, Jones, Tony Blade, and Johnny are on the island. They're all doing the Mortal Kombat thing. And there's a scene where this is integral to what I'm going to say with the ending, which is which is really stupid. There's a scene where Liu Kang, Sonya, and Johnny like run into Scorpion, and they're like, "Oh shit, fuck, fuck you, demon guy, we're gonna." And then Johnny Cage goes, "Wait, wait, wait, I didn't agree to Mortal Kombat. Lou, did you agree to Mortal Kombat?" And Liu Kang goes, "No, Sonya." She, she's like, no, and he looks at Scorpion. Do, do you want to do Mortal Kombat? And Scorpion nods no. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, as long as we don't say we want to do Mortal Kombat, we don't have to fight each other. That's their way of kind of getting Scorpion to hang out with the good guys. It's, it's really stupid. Scorpion doesn't talk with them. But now he's just like, you know, they're not getting in his way. He's not getting in their way. They didn't decide to do Mortal Kombat, so they don't have to kill each other. It's fine. Fast forward the movie, it's fun, there's a lot of cool shit, it's definitely gory, it's definitely well made, there's some cool shots, there's some cool stuff, I don't I won't even bring it up. Spoilers for the ending. So in the end, Liu Kang gets to the end, and Liu Kang has to fight Goro. Liu Kang can't even touch Goro, dude. He's, like, in the movie. Goro yeah, literally yeah. is, like, perfecting him. And it's to the moment where Goro... Is a is a, he's doing the arm rip in the movie? He rips Jax's arms off, so I guess that's like his finisher. He holds your body with his lower hands, and then he uses his other hands and tears your arms off. And he's got Liu Kang. Liu Kang is helpless. 
In the original true story of Mortal Kombat, Liu Kang defeats Goro. Like, that was the big thing, but they defeated the Outworld champion. So, Goro's got Liu Kang in the fucking arm rip thing, and out of nowhere, a spear comes out of nowhere and goes through Goro's head and rips his skull out of his head, and Goro dies. And then Shang Tsung's like, oh, Scorpion, you've defeated Goro. Right? And then Scorpion now has to fight Liu Kang because now it's the last fight of the tournament. And Scorpion goes, Liu Kang, I concede. You win. So Scorpion doesn't... He realizes Quan Chi's, like, using him. And he doesn't want Netherrealm to win. So he kills Goro and then goes, Liu Kang, I concede, which means Liu Kang wins. Therefore, Earthrealm wins, like the original. But hold on a second, dog. You just interfered in a pre-existing match and never got consent from Goro to engage in Mortal Kombat. The, the, the spear literally comes from behind Goro when he's not looking, goes through the back of his head and rips his skull. It's pretty gnarly. Rips the skull out of his head but like leaves the skin. So I'm thinking, how does Scorpion just interfere in a match, kill an opponent, automatically is declared the winner of that match that he was never sanctioned into? It's like a plot hole. Yeah. Um, like, you see the plot hole that I'm describing? It's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, that doesn't make sense. And they wanted to find a way to make Scorpion a part of, like, the main canon of the good guys. He's already had his story. There's a lot of really cool shit out there. If no one's ever seen, I think it's called Mortal Kombat Legacy. It was a really well... It's a maybe the best live-action Mortal Kombat anything ever made. You can find it online, I think, for free. It was on. It was originally just a YouTube free thing. Live-action stories from the Mortal Kombat universe, and yeah. the Scorpion one is great. I don't know why they thought they had to do this, um, to just, like, kind of shoehorn Scorpion as, like, part of the good guys, because his whole thing was is he's not part of the good guys. He's a noble man that got trapped into a demon curse because he wants revenge on, on the Lin Kuei, and he has his own, like, path. So that's my only problem with it is uh, I just feel it's kind of stupid that they kind of made up their own shit. So, I, you know, out of five, I'll give it for an animated video game movie. Like, cool, I'll give it a four. But uh, that's, some, that's some dumb shit. Yeah, that's a weird and, uh, plot hole. Like, you didn't even follow your own logic. Yeah, because we saw earlier in the film... When Johnny's like, wait, as long as we don't agree to Mortal Kombat, we don't have to fight. Which means, okay, combatants have to agree to Mortal Kombat. And then this dude just interferes illegally into a match, kills someone, and is declared the winner. Also, Shang Tsung didn't jump in. In the original Mortal Kombat, once you defeat Goro, you have to defeat Shang Tsung. And he doesn't. He just goes over to Shao Kahn. And then it ends like the end of a cartoon episode. like Basically, like tune in next time almost. You see Shao Kahn like, well, then I'll get him this time. Which means, like, are you guys making another one? And if you are, like, this wasn't good enough to be considered, like, a standalone film. This looks like part of a two-part cartoon movie thing. It's like, I don't know. So it's, it's it definitely is good. But for them to make the big hubbub and do physical release, this new Mortal Kombat movie is coming out. No, it's not. It's like an OVA, basically. It's like an, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. It's cool, but I don't think it needs. I don't think it should be treated as like a film or a movie. I think it should be treated as like a special. It's like you know, Mortal Kombat fucking COVID special, Scorpion. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, I thought that was dumb. Um, even though it was cool when I bought it, it did come with the Blu-ray. It was $17.99. I, I think something got mixed up with the because it's $17.99 and it came with a Blu-ray, a DVD, and a digital. So there's three copies. I'm trying to think of a way to get rid of the digital one. Um, so I'm trying. I'm, I'm thinking of something. If you message me, Jester954 on PlayStation 4, PSN. And if you could bet, if you could beat me in the best two out of three sets, I guess it has to be Mortal Kombat. I don't, I'm not really good at that. If you could beat me best two out of three in Mortal Kombat 11, I'll give you the digital code. That's so, fair. Balls Mortal in your Kombat court. From Mortal I'm not Kombat. gonna. Yeah. From if 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 you have a PS4 and Mortal Kombat 11, hit me up on PlayStation 4, PSN, and we'll do best two out of three. No, you know what we'll do? We'll do first to five. And uh, who can get first? And, and I'll even record it and we'll upload it if anyone even bothers to hit me up. Seth, you're not. Seth isn't. Seth can't enter. Seth is fucking a. Seth is a monster <laughs> for combat. Yeah. So no, Seth can't enter. Well, um, he's already seen it, so <laughs> he might enter just to beat you. But he, yeah, he is going. He's just going with me. But um, other than that, um, let's see here. I know I have Dark Souls because I, I finally did get to the DLC in Dark Souls One, the the Artorias, mm. and I, I've I've gotten two Artorias, so I'm trying to see if there's anything before that to get rid of. People, nope. people talk about what a good chat like fight he is. I, I got my ass beat. I tried him solo like ten times, and I was like, I can't get it. it like, Bro, yeah. I yeah. loved Lady Maria because she only has a couple of like maybe two AOE moves, and they're pretty well telegraphed, so you can get away. Artorius, like everything he does, is just wacky all over the place, and you know, I'm sure I could learn Fuck. it. What's up? Fuck Lady Maria. Oh, really? Oh my God, she was so difficult. I mean, she's cool. But she was difficult. I mean, Artorius, yeah, I I didn't even get that. It was it was really late. It was like maybe four in the morning last night or this morning. And uh, I got into his arena and I just fought him once. I was just like, let me stay away and just see what he does. And I was dead in like 10 seconds. Yeah, you can't really and stay I, away. Yeah, and I was like, uh, this is not happening right now. Like, I'm like, I'll come back to this. I'm going to, you know, I will beat him eventually. Uh, the game's dead. I don't really haven't been. I haven't. I've not had a summon or an invasion. Um, I wonder if I'm even human. I forgot how to do that in that game. And you probably have a password on. That's what it is. From I have when a we played on, yeah. the last time I played with you. Okay, so fuck it. I will. I will. I will just go jump into Dark Souls. The other thing I did want to talk about was a music thing. Um, Behemoth did a cover of a song by The Cure, and I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Fucking Polish black metal band just covered the cure. And uh and I want to talk about it for a minute. But um actually I'll do that first. So if anybody knows me, they know I like this band Behemoth, they're great, they're black metal band, whatever. It's a long story. And there's another band that I really like that I will give a recommendation this week is that I've I think I've recommended this band and album before. It's a band called Shining. But you have to remember, there's a Swedish band called Shining, and there is a Norwegian band called Shining. I am talking about the Swedish band called Shining, which is basically depression, suicide, black metal. The Swede, the Norwegian band Shining is also kind of a black metal band, but they're more kind of avant-garde, weird art metal. They're actually kind of cool. Um, 
the Swedish band Shining is I don't really agree with like the message too much because a lot of black metal bands, their whole message is like anti-Christian, anti-Semitic, anti-God, which I'm all over that. Fucking great. Obviously, those are bad things, but like I like evil death Satan shit. So like fucking love satanic metal shit. It's fun. I like it. That's the whole thing with a lot of evil bands. It's funny how you can be publicly anti-Christian. I'm not anti-anything. I just love Satan and like I like Halloween. But you could be like, yeah, fuck Christianity. But if you see like anti-Semitic, it's like a different thing. It's like, you know, they're the same, the same to it anyways. But most metals like evil. It's like heavy in an evil way. This band Shining from Sweden, it's heavy, but the it's not evil, even though they do have a lot of Satan stuff. It's not really Satan. It's the depression and like kill yourself. So I'm not too stoked on him encouraging people to kill themselves. I don't really like that. Uh, I do kind of, I, maybe I need to read his book. His name is Nicholas Varforth with a K. Uh, he wrote a book called when the Prozac, when the Prozac stops working. So I was thinking mm. like, Oh, maybe I'm just taking in, maybe I'm looking at the image of all the suicide shit and thinking of it wrongly. Because if this guy wrote a book called when the Prozac stops working, that shows that at one point he tried to do something about his depression. Um, I, I really enjoy him as a vocalist. But I really don't like – he has like this Gigi Allen aspect to him where he slaughters himself on stage. He slices his body up. He cuts fucking – he slices his tongue open. He cuts himself. He drinks piss. He's just like – he self-mutilates on stage to the point where like he's severely bleeding at – after shows and stuff. I mean he can't do it that much now because they're pretty big. But you you can find photos of him – really gnarly shit and i don't like that you know but their music is really really if you like heavy shit it's really fucking good it's some of the best like shit i've heard like that i'm going to recommend two albums one is called everyone everything everywhere ends and the other album that i'm going to recommend equally almost more but equally is called reinventing darkness i believe yeah i think it's reinventing darkness and that album is so amazing. I would really, really recommend anybody with an open mind to look up Shining and look up the song For the God Below. But the song For the God Below is the final song on the album Reinventing Darkness. So I really think that you really should earn the ability to listen to that song. You should go through the whole album. It's really worth it. And there's another song on that album that is really fucking good. I have it right in front of me, and it's called Hail, Darkness, Hail. I know, edgelord shit, whatever. So getting to this uh, behemoth Cure cover. The Cure is like a, what would you call it? It's dark wave, right? Um, I don't even, I would just call it like 80s goth. Which is dark wave. The Cure, Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically 80s goth, dark wave. Uh, it's really cool. And um, so Behemoth is a band from Poland. I really, really enjoy them. Adam Darsky or Adam Nergal Darsky is the lead singer and the, kind of the brainchild of Behemoth. He does a lot of really great things. Actually, I recently bought a great uh, – I bought a T-shirt from them because they made um, face masks for the pandemic. And they're like, if you buy something from the web store, we'll send you a mask. So I wanted to support – got the T-shirt in. It's a T-shirt of the cover of an album called Evangelion. It is the photo – 
It's an artist rendition of the Whore of Babylon riding upon Therion, the seven-headed, ten-horned beast from the Book of Revelation. It's amazing. And it's one of the best pieces, pieces of merch, merch I've ever got. Wow, you broke up. I think your internet just went out. I'm going to pause. Yep, his internet went out, guys. And we're All back. Right. And, and we're back. I, yeah. You had to Sorry, folks. run through your house. Hardwire. Yeah, it's a hardwire my laptop because my Wi-Fi has been acting weird. Um, so I'm, we're not sure exactly where we were, but I'll just get to it. I was basically talking about a collaboration between a band, Behemoth, Adam Darsky, and well, Adam Darsky from Behemoth got Nicholas Varforth from this Swedish band, Shining, to collaborate on a cover i was telling everyone do look up the band shining and the album reinventing darkness and look up the song hail darkness hail or for the god below so out of nowhere it's very strange behemoth a polish evil black metal band uh i mean i guess it's not that surprising like they covered the cure and they covered a song called a forest so i look up the song a forest by the cure it's a fucking Cure song. It's got dark, moody. It's actually a pretty cool song. So I was very excited that two of my favorite European anti, you know, satanic vocalists and uh, songwriters are collaborating on this cool song. They did a video for it. The video's cool. It's all right. But the song didn't really come out, I don't think, that well. So basically, I... Unfortunately, I'm going to give it a pass. Like, not really good. The Cure song is pretty neat. Uh, the music's fine. It sounds very behemoth. But w my problem is, is when you listen to the Cure vocals, they're pretty neat. You know, it's the same shit. Kind of low volume, kind of not really whiny, but I don't know. So the guy from Shining, Nicholas Warforth, his vocal approach is very, like, painful. He, he pretty much kind of sounds like he's painfully wailing and it works really well for his band and like the tuning they use and the tones they use and for some reason when he does the vocals on this song it just doesn't work it just doesn't sound good at, at all i need to maybe listen a couple more times because i know there have been albums i don't know if you've ever heard an album one time and you're like that sucks and then you revisit it and you go oh wait a minute oh yeah so i gotta try it again because on first listen his vocal style is like not working with behemoths behemoth has a very uh cohesive sound now like they sound like themselves mm -hmm. they they used to be a, a lot like heavier like not he they're, they're very heavy but they used to be a little more all over the place and like a lot more different tonally but nowadays it's like really big really brutally heavy like almost like satanic choir music and it's it's really neat uh but nicholas varford's guest vocal appearance i really didn't like and then and then adam darsky from behemoth his parts are okay he's almost doing like a secondary it's kind of cool he let this guy come in and have like the lead part of the song and then near the end of the song which is a really cool nod to nicholas is adam darsky nergal from behemoth starts to do a vocal part but he kind of tries to take the other guy's vocal style and Nergal starts doing like the painful whale style of vocal, and it just sounds so stupid. Mm. It doesn't sound right. It like ruins the whole thing. Like you could really take a test. Like both both songs are fairly long. I think the Cure song might even be like seven minutes, maybe not that long. But 
Go to the Cure song, zoom in about two minutes, listen for 30 seconds. Go to the Behemoth version, zoom in about two minutes, listen for 30 seconds. And it doesn't doesn't sound right. So I've, I mean, it's cool that they did it, you know. it's They put a bunch of merch out and vinyl pressings and it's a big deal. But I just feel like it's a flop auditorily. I think it's just kind of whack. Yeah. So unfortunately, I'm going to give it a pass, like, eh. And that's kind of whack. Um, the last thing I think that I'll say that will blend into what uh, Aaron and I just found out a really cool Dark Souls thing is actually before that Evo Evo 2020. So you know how like everything's been cut down and everything's canceled. Yeah. So Evo 2020, the World Fighting Game Championships held in America every year, which is a huge deal. It's amazing. Everyone loves it. Uh, due to the outbreak, we cannot have gatherings. So they announced. <laughs> We're going to do Evo 2020 online. And everyone's like, what? Like, <laughs> how are you going to, like, fighting games are the worst games you can do, like, lag. Like, I remember Pat from Sukasurubis brought up how funny, like, with Smash. Smash system says, like, if you lag so hard, Smash will kick you out and replace you with a bot. <laughs> and then Pat was like, so technically, a bot could win evo and it was like this big funny thing that'd be so, fucking hilarious by the way yeah so everyone was wondering what are they going to do because a lot of games are not using the best net code they're using like i forgot what they're called but the best type of net code is, is called like a rollback net code and none of the major games use it and all the major games are ass yeah. online Except yeah. for a couple of games, games like Killer Instinct, which is old, Skullgirls, which has been gone. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11, though, uses rollback, which is awesome. And I think it was on the 14th or 15th, they came out and said, so like Street Fighter and everything, all those games are not going to be at Evo. You can play exhibitions with people for fun. But the Evo games this year are going to be Mortal Kombat 11, Killer Instinct, Skullgirls, and them's fighting herds, oh, which is like a the My which Little is a, Ponies. Yeah, it's no, it's not the My Little Pony, but it's like kind of it's like animal fighting thing. But it's because those games have the best net code. So I don't want to tell people to listen to other shows, but I do because I don't care. If you listen to the recent Castle Super Beast, they really break it down and let you know. And it's actually really, it's a really cool thing because the games that deserve it are getting a shot. Because those games do really actually have the best netcode to the point where we're noticing older games like Last Blade 2 on PS4, which is a Dreamcast port that's been out. That that game just had an update this week with rollback netcode. So people are actually realizing like this is the best netcode to use. This is what's good. So Evo's online this year and uh, the underdogs are getting a shot. And this is the first Evo pretty much where like, hey, everybody can, you can, Aaron, you could technically sign up. And on your resume, you could write Evo 2020 competitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of doing it. I'm th just to go in and lose my first match and get my ass beat. I just want to be like, yeah, I was there. Evo 2020. I did I'm it. Like, Evo, Evo veteran. Um, so that was funny. So anyways, on to Dark Souls. I finally got myself into the DLC for Dark Souls 1, mm -hmm. Artorias of the Abyss. Um I get into the area. It takes a you have to do a bunch of shit to get in there. I ended up killing Gwendolyn. He was a bitch. I beat his ass. 
or she was a bitch or it. it's yeah. a fucking snake it's a snake monster it's um a snake thing that just shoots snake lady at you. yeah it's re- resentful resentful uh child of the king who does who has lost his identity within his resentment I went and defeated him or defeated him and made my way to the dlc and i get to an area right so i get to the dlc and i see like as soon as i get to the dlc area fog gate i'm like oh that's just a fog gate that's just the no, gate no bitch just, Nope. You walk through the door and it's like boss fight. Chimera. The Chimera, Guardians, dude. The Sanctuary Guardian. The fucking Chimera comes out. And that thing's fucking hard. It is pretty it's it's pretty rough. Uh it beat the shit out of me. And then I guess I'm a loser. I looked up videos of how to beat it. And in the end with Dark Souls, you can look up all the videos you fucking want. You still have to beat the shit. Yeah. It's not like Oh, use lightning and it's a two-hit kill. No, no, no. It's no. like here's its moves and here's the things you can do to like counteract them, but like you still got to do them and you don't have it's not turn-based. You don't have time to think about it. You fucking have to roll when you need to roll. Yeah, and it's got like hella range. It's almost never not attacking you. There's certain things you I mean, there's certain things that are good to know. Like there's one attack that is pretty much unblockable. And will reduce your stamina 100%. But if you see it coming, you can side roll. And then that's pretty much the only time you, get to you can hit it. it. Yeah. You can maybe get two. But you're pretty much getting one punish. So it beat me maybe five times. And then I was like, that's it. You know, fuck it. And then I watched a couple videos. And then I got it after two tries. It beat me once. I got it the second time. That was cool. Got to the next area. It's neat. Bunch of scarecrows. The scarecrows were fine. Those big stone golems are yeah, a bitch, man. They're a bitch. They're really strong. I have to waste all my pyromancies on them. So I found a way to just run around a bunch and get all the items. And then I found a nice path to get me to the next area because they don't there's not a lot of bonfires. And one thing I forgot about Dark Souls 1 was Dark Souls 1 doesn't have fast travel to every bonfire in the game. Yeah. You get bonfires to Basically, one bonfire per location. But if you remember Dark Souls 2 and 3, you'd have a location, like the Forest of whatever, Mm -hmm. Fallen Giants. And then under Forest of Fallen Giants, you'd get like four or five bonfires. And this one, you get one bonfire. So you you got to make the trek. Last night, my buddy was uh, had told me like a week ago or so that he was finally playing Dark Souls 2, Scholar. And I'm like, oh, if you need help, let me know. I've got guys like, you know, all over the place. So last yeah. night he's like, will you help me beat the fucking pursuer? He's kicking the shit out of me. And I'm like, sure. Man, I forgot. A, <laughs> I thought Scholar <laughs> added passwords. They didn't. They did not add passwords. They didn't? No. And if you fucking remember, Soul Memory. Oh, you're memory, right. Remaster did. Remaster yeah, added passwords. Soul Memory is a fucking thing. Fucking and that Soul Memory. is a bitch, dude. All my best guys were like, 500,000 soul memory higher than him and you know you can only go up 10 to 12 percent yeah it's a fucking like the worst idea possible like yeah that should have been like competitive mode stuff yeah i love dark souls too right but god that's a nightmare remember when we would play and we'd be like let's do a playthrough we'd have to fucking make sure we only did the same things like even if you did one one boss ahead and farmed some guys you're fucked like yeah, it'd be like, dude, don't play too much mm-hmm. because then we can't meet up. And it's like, nah, nah. And then I, you know, you talk to me, and I'd be like, oh, I played. For, I just, 
I killed like you know how in Dark Souls two the awesome thing you could fucking kill everything twelve times and then they're gone forever. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I went to Hyde's tower and just killed all the knights thirty times. <laughs> and you'd be like, now you can't help me fight the fucking Ornstein. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if you fucked up and killed the boss already, then you couldn't. Like remember those rules it has? Mm-hmm. It's like if you clear an area, now you can't get summon help and. Yeah. I almost feel like those things should have been left for that hard difficulty tree in yeah, Dark Souls 2. Yeah, the Champion's too. Covenant. Yeah, but then again, would the game be too easy then? Like, Well, you know. so they did add the ring, uh, that Charcoal, Charcoal, the cat fucking sells that, uh, the name, the name. Oh, what, the God's Ring. Or yeah, 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 where you pick, pick a your god. Pick your god. That made it so I had a guy that was like 40,000 over him and it, it made it so we could help. But it was my fucking Hexer. And like, I remember giving that guy up because Hex is, you know, I was just doing fuck all damage. Like, I I had gotten the fuck Hexing all. set. I had the catalyst that you get from the guy in the wheelchair. Like, I had everything. It's like a, it was a build video someone put out that was like, get OP in 20 minutes. And so I did the exact thing. I was like, that'll be fun. I've never played a caster. He sucked so bad, so I just was like, I'm abandoning him. And uh, so I played with him, and man, it was tough. We died once, and then the second time we got him. Nice. Uh, but I was like trying to explain to someone <laughs> how summoning works in Dark Souls 2 is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like It's so needlessly convoluted. I was yeah. like... He's like, I'll meet you at the thing. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, fuck, no, you got to go back to Majula. He's like, why? I just ran all the way there. I'm like, you got to buy this ring, and I hope you have 5,500 souls, and you got to pick the second name because that's the one I'm picking so that we're in the middle. And then I'm going to leave my sign, and I hope you see it, and I hope someone else doesn't see it. You know, like, fuck. Yeah. It was I've always wondered why games don't just like, why some games don't just have invite friend, and why it's not just like, even some games where you can, like, I mean, it's been a long time since I've tried it, but I remember even like Street Fighter 4, like trying to meet up with a friend took like, all right, send a, send a request to me and then I have to like go to my PlayStation menu and accept it. Like, why can't I just like, why can't I go to my Street Fighter menu and it just go, which ones your friends are online yeah, and then yeah. click a friend's name and then boom, let me fucking um, play with my friend. Uh, yeah. A buddy of ours just texted Caprio. He actually recently played Dark Souls 2 as well. <laughs> Dude, and this guy had no... My my uh, Hexer had eight adaptability. Dude, I died because I tried to drink Estes. The fact oh, yeah. that they fucking can... hid drinking speed behind a stat that doesn't that... tell you that it Dude, does it. nobody knew for like two or three years. Yeah. Remember it took like years and someone was like, Finally, we know what adaptability is. Mm-hmm. It's basically like some a little bit of res, like resistance, and then Estes drinking speed and iframes. That's even worse. It oh, affects think, your yeah. fucking iframes, so your rolls are whack if you don't. It's it's a mandatory stat that nobody put points in originally. Like nobody was like, yeah. oh, I'm going adaptability. Like they're like, no, I'm gonna pump strength, dex, int, or faith, my main damage because that's what I need. But drinking sucks dick. Like, Estes in this game is whack. And then you find out if you have 20, it's regular drink speed, which is like 20 points of stats. 
which you know you're going to generally start around between eight and ten so it's really 12 10 to 12 levels but it's like that's a lot of levels yeah just to get to drinking so like your damage is always going to be hampered if you're trying to get summoned you're fucked you know like it's Dark Souls 2 made a lot of mistakes, but they did a lot of really cool shit, too. Like, it, it's still my favorite story in a Souls game. Um, and I really like Power Stance. There's a lot of shit I like that they did that I wish they would have brought back for 3. Like, Power Stance got brought into 3 in terms of if you used two-weapon weapon, you know, like, it'd always be two weapons instead of, like, you equip two of whatever you want. And as long as your stats are over and they're the same type of weapon... You know, if you have 1.5 times the stats, you can uh, power stance. Instead, yeah. you just get the two weapons and you dual wield, and then your L1 is your power stance move. Um, yeah, I never really used it much. Um, I, I I would rather uh, like the... I mean, it is cool Like if you pump the fucking shit into your character to like dual wield fucking broadswords. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. But I mean, I I like in Dark Souls three where they just had like a power stance weapon. Remember yeah. the the guys at the end had that mm-hmm. crazy boss, that fucking crazy ninja weapon. It's like you have like a great, you have like a cloud buster sword in one hand, two and of like them. another. You have two, yeah, it was two like buster swords, and you're twirling around like a ballerina, yeah, as if there's no weight. Um, but that's yeah. why. So let's get into the Cinders mod, which you sent me, and I'd heard of it, I just never really paid attention to it because like, oh, wait, really quick about. The last thing about mm-hmm. uh, my playing, so I, I got to the area where I unlock the elevator that gets me to Artorius, because like once you're in the Artorius area with the scarecrows and the stone guys, you got to get through a bunch of shit, and then you find an elevator that will pretty much just take you to the gateway leading to Artorius, and it's a really easy way to get to him. Basically, you go to the original bonfire, you run forward. You kill two scarecrows, and then as long as you do a counterclockwise skirt of the map, you'll get to the elevator and you, without having to fight anything. It leaves you right in front of the door to Artorius, or there's a path that leads to the dragon, poison dragon, buddy. And uh, you still there? I'm here, yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought I heard you drop out. So I, I like to do everything I can before I fucking... No, I'm gonna go to a boss room because when I go into a boss room, I know I'm gonna go in there with less than a thousand souls, and I'm just gonna keep dying till I. I'm fine fighting something a hundred times as long as I'm not losing a ton of shit. So cool. So I go, and I think I had like thirty-two thousand five hundred souls or some shit, and I needed thirty-two thousand seven hundred souls to level. So I was like, don't fuck up. So I don't go in the boss room. I go down the left path, path down. Uh, like a cliff, like a ridge, and it says beware a dragon. So I'm like, okay, that's where that dragon's gonna be. Get to the bottom, I see a big boss area. It looks like a big battlefield, and there's items sprinkled on the floor, and there's a a text box. I can there's a I, there's a message left, and this is all in the center of what looks like a boss arena, but I'm noticing no door, no fog gate, mm-hmm. no music. So I'm like, I wonder if I can. I wonder if it's not going to trigger till later. Maybe I can go get those items. And I'm walking toward. I'm walking in the little swampy area. I'm like walking towards the end. I'm like, oh, cool, no boss. So I'm maybe the equivalent in the game of like 20 feet away from the items. I'm like, just go for it. Go read the encrypt the inscription. I forgot what it said, but luckily I screen capped. I saved the video of two things last night that I wanted to show you. So maybe I'll trim them up later and try to post them. 
One of them is this moment. Uh, I'm not doing any voice stuff on it, but you see me run up and then I go to read. And you know how in Dark Souls you have to use their their text tools? You kind of have to Lego piece together phrases to make sentences. Yeah, yeah. You can actually like write what you want. You have to use, like they give you sets of mm-hmm. adjectives, whatever, and things. Yeah, it'll be like beware Some, of blank and then or yeah, blank uh, ahead. Yeah, try dart but- butthole yeah, or some yeah. shit, you know? Um, and I, I click it, and I got to go back and read what it said because someone was able to write, like, a really nice little poem <laughs> with their tools. And I'm stupid. I can actually – I'm looking at my PlayStation now. And um, I just saw on the top it said, like, basically, like, look above dragon unseen or something like that. So I was like, oh, no. That dragon's come. So as I click the message and I'm reading, look of dragon. See, I'm trying to get out of the message because I see over the ridge of the of the canyon, I see the, the shadow of the dragon. And then I see the poison flame hit the ground and it's just coming at me full speed. And I hit, luckily I set my shit to uh, homeward bone. And I hit the homeward bone, and the fire is coming at me, and it touches me just as I turn translucent, and I'm able Dude, to save myself. That's fucking intense. <laughs> it was like, and I was, I was dead calm the whole time. I was just like, huh, homeward bone. And you know how like they take a moment, they like they kneel, and they grab the mm-hmm. bone, and they're like, let me use this now. And I'm like, dude, dude, use it, use it. And the fight, the wall of fire is just coming at me, dude. It was pretty, it was pretty gnarly. I forgot the other thing. So, so I, I obviously I dip because fighting any kind of fucking dragon is just annoying. Fighting anything that big that can just choose to get up and fly is especially Dark Souls. It's like, fuck you. I mean, I, I think the poison dragon in two wasn't that bad after you kill the poison manis witch. Yeah, I can't even uh, remember. Remember when you, you kill one of the poison manis witches and then you go you think you're done and you go into a room and you fight a you one on one fight a fucking poison dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, then I went to Artorius and then I saw him and I was just like, I must do this another day. It's just this is the time for it. Um, yeah, and you wanna be like spry and ready for it and to like absorb it because it is such an important thing to Dark Souls. And you've never never fought him, you know, or you fought him once now, but I mean you've yeah, never done I did the... see like what you're saying where like uh I saw some sort of AoE thing and I was like, Fuck you, dude. Like yeah. I just saw one thing where this big burst comes out of him and I'm like, fuck, I have to mm-hmm. read that because you can't just block it. You have to be away but he is dope with his fucking dangly arm yeah yeah and he makes Sif like so sad like it's such a sad story oh i haven't even seen is Sif in there with him no 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 but Sif is his pet wolf it's his dog yeah Sif is holding his sword after he dies that's what he's fighting you with to protect his grave he's literally Sif literally exists to protect his or her master's grave from desecration which is crazy and Really, Sif is trying to protect people from the same fate as their owner. That is, yeah, which is crazy, right? Like, just dude, that's the heartbreaking moment mm-hmm. when we all, when you're about to kill Sif and you start seeing her limp, and yep. you're like, oh, I don't want to. You gotta like put a dog down. Yeah, <laughs> Dark Souls is so mean. Yeah. it's like kill this dog. Kill this. It's loyal, just trying to save yeah. the honor of its mentor. 
and stop but, um, you from ruining your life and touching the abyss. God damn it. God bless you, Seth. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about Cinder, Cinders, which is what we just found out about this mod yes. that we made for the PC version. So there's a mod, and there's mods for each version. There's actually a second Sin mod for Dark Souls 2 Scholar that does similar things. And uh, you said there's one for Dark Souls 1 that also does similar things. But Yes, what Daughter this, of Something. What this mod does is re constitutes things and changes things around shifts things around like scholar of the first sin did for dark souls 2 so it moves enemies around it changes bosses up uh it allows you to uh travel to more locations once you hit uh firelink shrine which is cool because it makes it so you can sequence break but like in a way that makes sense so it's not just like for the you know for the laws it's not just like Oh, sequence break because you'd want to, oh, you know, power level and do all this stuff, right? So it's like, I don't know. It, it seems really cool. It also adds spells. It uh, changes uh, the way spells work. So it. Well, let me say this. It doesn't. It adds spells. It adds the spells from the other games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it also adds the spells and things that were cut for cut content. Yeah. Which is nuts, dude. That's crazy. They, they, they made spells that were cut from the game originally and it adds five three or four hundred no 300 rings or something like that like or no 150 rings i think yeah and uh, shields yeah it basically doubles the item count almost yeah you can infuse shields now you can infuse boss weapons like they did a, like they added armor sets like 200 armor sets uh 200 weapons it's a lot of weapons from the other games, you know, that they brought over. Uh, there's Bloodborne weapons, which is cool. There's, like, crab claws. You can have crab arms. Sick. And you can infuse them so that they match your gear. Like, if you want to cosplay, you can use certain infusions. So, like, if you do the fr uh, the ice infusion or something like that, it makes it, like, metal-looking. So you can wear, like, silver metal armor and your arms make sense. Ooh, um, you make Zoidberg? I don't know. I, probably. <laughs> um... There's a lot more starting classes, so you can build. You can start a build that is a little closer to where you want to be. You know, from the start. Um, yeah, just a lot of cool shit, man. And so there's natural uh, EP or no FP regen, so mana regen, so spellcasters yes. can constantly be fighting the way that they want to fight instead of fucking, you know, having to waste Estus. Like you know, you'd still probably have Ash and Estus, but. Like yeah, well the thing with that was is not with Dark Souls three. Not many people use the the FP bar, the focus. Is that what it is? Focus. What's yes, FP? I think it's focus points or something. Like focus that. points, uh, and that's what's used for magic. Or also, every weapon has a special attack. Axes give you a strength buff. Some mm -hmm. act, some swords have a twirly dance move attack. And what this one does is, I believe it's five percent of your HP is regened into your FP every second. So if yeah. you have 100 HP, you get 5 FP points every other second or something. So your FP bar is constantly growing at a, 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 at a constant rate, but not like refilling automatically. But that's better because now as a caster or a weapon specialist, whatever, you can use your special shit. Because that stuff, like not many people, no one uses the weapon moves in those games. In PvP they do, but generally not in PvE. I mean, that we've seen, you know, obviously. Well, I've, the, I, I watch a lot of PvP guys, and there's... Well, the reason why in, that, in PvP is because in order to get FP regeneration, you have to sacrifice a health Estus 
for a blue Estes. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck is going to do that? The most I ever did was give myself one or two blue Estes, unless I was a caster. So it's pretty neat because now you can actually play a little more. You can actually like role play your characters a little better and not be worried about resource management too much. That said, it is fully single player unless you're ready to get soft banned. Like you are going to get banned for because you're using mods, um, but you can play with other banned people online. And yes, it's a there's, soft a, band, there's so a cheat there's... jail mode. And I believe there are so many things in this mod that, that you that you can't even make a list. So I'll say I'll spot off as, as we talk about it, some of them that I heard said once again, not to be like, you know, them, but William Pat did a great job breaking it down because fucking it's their discord really who gives them all the information most of the time. Uh, which is great. Their chat is great. But uh, uh, you can go to the jail and play online in the jail. You have to really be careful. If you fuck up and go online, you can get hard banned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a way with the soft jail where you can go into like the – it's basically cheater jail because Dark Souls, if they find out you're cheating, they won't make you not be able to play. But they're like, well, you're only going to play with other people who cheat. Yeah. And then I think there's another – like if you're smart – like I wouldn't be able to do this. But if you're smart enough to know like – there's other little ways to be like within a room of the cheat room, so you can play with the. I don't think anybody who's rudimentary into computer stuff is going to be playing these mods. You, you really have to know what the fuck you're doing because if not, you can't just like install the mod and I'm done. Like I looked online. Oh no, you have to go people, fuck with the any files and and do shit. That's yeah. I generally don't mod on PC because you have to do so much shit, and it's like. If you fuck it's it up, code. you don't even know what is wrong. You know, it's just not working. Like, and you're like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. I it's... remember trying to, to, the first time I ever saw Mugen. You ever see mm-hmm. Mugen? Yeah. Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, Mugen's just basically they break down fighting game code and like you can just make your own fighting games. And if you're computer literate, it's like easy and awesome. And I remember trying to figure that shit out and it being so confusing that mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it. I won't even. I, I won't even bother to, to, to fuck with it. Yeah, it's... Modding on PC, I mean, once you know it and people know it, like, it's awesome. You can do so much cool shit, but it's like, a lot of times you're risking things and you're going to sites. Like, Nexus Mod, Nexus Mods is a thing. They have their own little software that'll install things for you and it's a helpful way to, like, store mods. So there are easy ways to not get viruses, but a lot of mod sites before were like virus havens. Like you were just yes. risking shit. Um, I don't own Dark Souls 3 on PC. And dude, the fucking like game of the year, the definitive edition or whatever is $89. Of Dark Souls 3? 84, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just looked on Steam. $84 for all the deal, like the game of the year. I'm like, what the... like. They should just the have fire the fire fades edition. They is, don't have uh, the fire fades on PC. They only have that on console. It seems this is called definitive edition. Oh, uh, so it's just you're paying sixty for the game and you're mm-hmm. paying thirty for the uh, DLC. Yeah. Uh, it's, Wait for a sale. Oh, it's Steam called sale. deluxe edition. I'm sorry, and it's eighty four ninety eight. And it's, so it's the full game and the season pass. I'm like, bro, that's two things. <laughs> I'm. I mean, it's fair. That's the price of the game. That's yeah, what a lot of people are realizing since, since GameStops. Oh, I didn't say I went to the I went to GameStop for the first time in like two months today. Oh shit! Um, you went inside. Yeah, yeah, they're open now. They're open. Uh, mm. Severely disappointed. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, but when you go to GameStop, 
great thing about GameStop is you can go buy a copy of, uh, you know, let's say, what's that Iron Man game that did real bad? I don't know. The Bethesda Iron Man game. I didn't. I don't even know. Anthem. Anthem. Oh, I'm sorry. Got it. You can go buy a fucking copy of Anthem for fucking five bucks, but if you go on the on 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 digital, it's like fifty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So digitally, shit. games are still full price. Like you want to buy Gundam Breakers, mm-hmm. which is a cool but subpar Gundam game. You can go to GameStop and get it for twenty bucks. You go on PlayStation Network, sixty dollars. So you have to remember there is something that's good about – I mean, also take away the sales. PlayStation Network always has sales. I'm pretty sure right now you can get Anthem for 10 bucks. You could probably get Gundam Breaker for 10 bucks or something. Not 10 bucks. I would have bought it. But the thing about GameStop that's good is you can get discounted discs. And if something isn't on sale because the company is proactively putting it on sale, you're going you're gonna to pay $60 for like – Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, which is trash. So that's the good thing about GameStops is you can buy shit. Like, unless something's on sale, PSN will try to charge you $60 for, like, Grand Theft Auto V, even though, like, it was free on PC last week. Oh, man. I have to bitch about Nintendo. But let's finish up um, Souls, Dark Cinders, Souls. Cinders um, mod. Um, well, yeah, let, let me say a couple of things I heard about it that are cool. So in... Dark Souls 3 Cinder mod. Is it Cinders or Cinder? Cinder, Cinders. I think. Whatever. You don't start in the graveyard. Did you know that? Uh, It's called Cinders, plural. And you do. I watched a guy play it today. No, you don't start in the graveyard. You start in the... in the... in the, the, the fire link because the graveyard has been turned into an endgame area. No, I watched a guy kill... Gunder, Udix Gunder. He might have been playing an older mod, you know, an older version. Uh, Possibly, sorry, an older version because, because he was playing as like a mage that had four legs, and then when he spawned, he only had two legs, and he was like, "Oh man!" Like when he was looking at the character, it was like he had four legs, and he was like, "Why do I have four legs?" That's weird. Yeah. Well, I heard Pat say like what they did was is they've moved your character to start. You spawn within. Was it Firelink? Did they always call it Firelink? Yeah. Well, there's no yeah. Okay, there's Majula, Firelink, and then the original one was Firelink. Fire Firelink. So one and three are both called Firelink, even though they're two different fucking places. Yeah, it's uh, assumed it's the build up around Firelink. Ah, okay. So apparently now you start at Firelink because that graveyard has been turned into an end game area. Then also there's things like if you can defeat a boss without getting hit, you get a special type of Titanite. That lets you upgrade weapons into a different ranking of upgrade shit. So now there's like other things you can do. So now no hit running a boss gets you a new type of Titanite they just made up. Um, what else was there? There was so much shit. Well, new bonfires. I'm, bonfires have been moved. Good. I'm excited for item uh, armor sets. Like when you wear them, you get set bonuses, which is really smart. That's something that RPGs do. And like... It benefits you to wear a full set of Havels or whatever, you know, because it's going to give you... Oh, and Poise is back. Like, they have... You have natural yes, they poise, brought poise back. And then they have Poise functioning like it's supposed to. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, I think I did hear that, too. Like, if you wear a full set of armor, you'll get a, a bonus for wearing all of it, which I really think should have been there. Um, yeah. I don't... I, I Like, especially lately... You know, it's been after the years and years of so much Dark Souls and running around looking like a freaking 
thrift store clown, you know? Like, nowadays I just wear full sets of stuff, regardless of what, unless I'm really fighting something difficult. Yeah, yeah. I want to look the part. So I've been really trying to wear my Elite Knight armor a lot because that's one of the most, like in Dark Souls 1, that's like the armor of the game was Mm -hmm. the Elite Knight armor. Yeah. And I want to wear it, but man, even when you upgrade it, that shit is weak. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Hey, dude, that shit, you can't even really get that shit good. So I find myself really wearing the Black Knight armor a lot. The one with like the big bull head. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not super heavy. Uh, I've got. I think my strength is twenty-seven. Dex twenty. Um, I stopped leveling anything other than endurance. I just. I want to be able to wear armor and not fat roll. I know. I'm. I never fat roll, but I hate being on the cusp of fat rolling because, you know that you're you're still sprinting and and fast rolling, but you're doing the slowest version of fast rolling, mm-hmm. which is still fast rolling, but it's not, and it's a little frustrating. So. I'm putting all my levels into equipment carry weight from now on. Um, yeah, and you know yeah. the stats cap anyways, like damage caps on stats. So it's worth like being like, I'm going to sit at 30 strength, which is my main and, you know, whatever, uh, minimum yeah. decks to wear a weapon and then pump, vite, and uh, endurance. So I have like, I can roll a bunch, I can roll fast enough, you know, whatever. Yeah, a cool thing too is they imported some enemies You'll be playing Dark Souls 3, Cinder, and they peppered Pursuer in there. Yeah. In fucking random places, dog. <laughs> Here's Pursuer. And, and you I can wear his about, whole I, set. I think Pursuer is my favorite fight because he's so easy, but he's also intimidating. and he, It's a really fun-looking fight. He's a good, yeah, he's a good dual fight. Um, his once he, if The problem in Dark Souls 2 uh, is... The hitboxes get kind of wonky, and his stab, his curse stab, is fucking broken. Like, it'll grab you from the side. You could be a full two feet away from the side of its sword, and then it'll teleport you to the front of it. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a bitch. Um, I still have the memory, man, of your old place with the old uh, first co-host um, of that one night we were there playing Dark Souls 2. Mm-hmm. And former guest uh, JK was there. And I was and and I was playing and I was naked, not me. <laughs> yeah, the char- yeah, your character. The character was wearing nothing but a loincloth, and I had a club, and I killed pursuer perfect. And I remember the celebration, and I remember like <clears throat> this former guest was like a pretty girl, and I remember in my head, like like solo perfecting a pursuer fight, and this is early, but when the game came out, like. It wasn't like it was when we were first getting into it. We weren't that seasoned yet, mm-hmm. and I remember doing that, and it, it felt like I just like bench pressed eight hundred pounds in front of like <laughs> a hot lady. Yeah, I remember like, yeah, what do you think about those guns? I just killed pursuer. I remember, I I vividly remember that memory as like one of my gaming victories. That's funny. Like, yeah, I did this thing, which is pretty funny. Yeah, um, Cinder seems really cool. Uh, I may buy it. You know, if I find it on sale, I do want to play it. Um, but I don't want to pay eighty dollars because I think you have to have the DLC. I, I don't. Don't know. do it. Wait for a Steam sale, bro. Because even sixty bucks for another copy of Dark Souls Three <laughs> that I'll never play because I don't play them on PC. I do have my controller, which I've been playing uh, with my Xbox controller. But you know, if I'm gonna play, I want to play with you guys. You know, you and other Jesse, and you know, get get the band back together. You know. Um, 
but people are saying it's the way to play like it it's like a lot of people are like i can't go back after this vanilla dark souls 3 is boring now you know um, i don't really see I no, mean, no 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 i people are stupid i mean i get it well, i mean I there think are people asking good i think it's like playing skyrim without mods you know like playing it originally people loved it but like once you could mod it it changes the whole game and that's well, it's different you're modding like graphical things to make the water nice and to fix but the maybe game i'm wrong too. no there's a yeah. bunch of shit like people make whole content like you can play morrowind in skyrim like it's jesus yeah it's crazy but and it's then there's like the shitty mods where it's like every swing of your weapon gives you a level yeah well there's all kinds of shitty mods. cheats and shit and like that's another one i tried the, to play the macho man dragons yeah that one's good I tried to play Skyrim modded and I couldn't get the mods to work. There, I was watching videos and people, you know, just rolling through YouTube on my lunch one day, you know, just going through my YouTube and there was like top five, like must have mods that change Skyrim to make it amazing. And I'm like, well, I always hate on it. Let me see if there's a modded version that's fun, you know? And like, I couldn't get them to work. <laughs> and I was really annoyed and I was like, this is why I don't do this shit. You know, like... I spent two hours trying to get all these mods, install them right, and do everything. I reinstalled, deleted, did all, you know, did, tried to do it a million times. And I was like, this isn't worth it. The amount of ju- work isn't worth, you know, the amount of juice isn't worth the squeeze. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Speaking um, of. I mean, with with mods also, it's PC is one thing. Keep your speaking, uh, speaking of the, uh consoles let you mod too like now you can mod in skyrim on a console and i think that's a little cleaner oh it'll yeah. work probably a little better a lot less My, though yeah a lot less stuff and also like you probably can't have like giant dick dragons because mm-hmm. they're gonna like but i'm pretty sure you can probably have giant dick dragons with like uh renegade mods online there is um, a mod that you can ride dragons in skyrim you can mount them like a- i remember that i remember my first real quick mod experience was um I actually miss it, and it was actually a really great experience. It was Unreal Tournament for the PS3. So I think it was... I don't know which one, what it was called, but it was Unreal Tournament. Remember the old shit that Joe mm-hmm. Rogan plays? Yeah. Unreal on the PS3 allowed you to do mods. So what you would need to do is get a thumb drive, go to a website, download the mod, and then put it into your PlayStation. And like it did take some stuff. You had to fuck with some files. But bro... Unreal is a first-person shooter. I had that shit, aside so many mods, uh, they had it so you can pull the camera back and have a third person. And then I literally had everybody. Mario, Bowser, Solid <laughs> Snake, Samus, um, Ryu, Ninja Gaiden, buddy. Amazing models. And also they had one where it was side-scroller. They turned it into a side-scroller. And they made like the first couple of Mario Brothers stages and just made a huge map, and then you were just playing Unreal, but side-scrolling through Mario levels, and it was so cool. It, it was so cool that eventually I got so obsessed with all the modding that after, like, week two, the games were just such a clusterfuck of madness. Yeah. You know, it's just like, what is even happening now? It's one thing to, like, get the mod to make it from a thir- first-person shooter to a, behind, you know, third-person, because I want to see my character. So as soon as I saw that, wow, I can see my character. And then someone's like, you want Solid Snake? And I'm like, whoa, he shoots guns. He's cool. And then two weeks later, I'm like Kirby doing Mortal Kombat fatalities to Gordon Ramsay 
at the Sawgrass Mall in my Unreal game. It was fucking retarded. Uh, it was <laughs> sorry. It was weird. It was very crazy. Yeah. But what were you saying? Oh no! So I was talking about the juice not being worth the squeeze, uh, and <laughs> I thought I, you said I was talking about the Jews. Oh God! Um, I so last week Keith and I were talking, and I wanted to buy new headphones for my PS4. Ah yes. And so while we were on the air, I paid twenty dollars and bought the, his favorite headphones, the Rig HX four hundreds <laughs> or something like that. So they got here. Oh no. And uh, how are they? They are trash. They sound great. The sound on them is inc- like very, very nice. Not incredible, uh, but very good. Um, I, I mean, to be honest, to be very, very honest, there is nothing wrong with the PlayStation Gold headsets. The sound is great. The mic is great. They're very comfortable. I just, I the the stuff was falling apart off the ears. The fake leather. You know, every time I wear them, it's like all over my clothes and my neck and my hair. You know. How long have you had them? Oh, I've had them for a couple of years. They've lasted me forever. The battery life is sort of bad on them now, you know, because that's the problem with wireless. I, I really don't want wireless anymore because... Yeah, internal just, batteries. They die, and it's like really annoying. So, you know, I bought my HyperX Clouds uh, for my PC because my other wireless headphones died. That were a key suggestion, too. But they were great, and they lasted me a long time, uh, maybe three years before the receiver just stopped receiving like they just wouldn't connect anymore and they kept turning off and doing weird shit so i bought the rigs and they just hurt they're not comfortable he said like they're light they feel kind of chintzy because you like you're supposed to be able to modify them and pull them apart and do shit and so they feel kind of cheap um and the ear pieces are very small like they're over the ear, but they're like hugs your whole ear while you're wearing them, and it's not comfortable. Like last night was the last draw. I was playing Dark Souls two with my friend, doing Pursuer, and I was wearing the headphones, and I just I was like, these fucking hurt. They're pushing my glasses against my head, which a lot of the better headsets don't do. the the strength the the push or the the strength of the he- the headpiece like that holds it to your head. They like to keep it light, so it's not squeezing uh too hard and pushing if you're wearing glasses whatever and so i'm just gonna give them to keith so he has an extra pair because they're his favorite headphones um but i was like bro for 20 bucks i you know they're fine but they're normally 80 dollars, <laughs> and i can't Jeez. recommend them um so then i did some research last night i was annoyed and i was like fuck these headphones i'm buying legit ones like i'll have my golds as my backup they still work fine you know i'll keep them charged and whatever but um when I just want to play Dark Souls with you or, you know, you and Jesse or, you know, I want to play other games and talk to people, I don't want to worry about my headset dying, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get wired headphones. So I'm looking around. I found Sennheiser had a pair for like 89. And Sennheiser? Si- Sennheiser. Sorry, not Sign. Sennheiser. Um, they have a, a pair for... Sennheiser. <laughs> yeah, for... Uh, sorry. <laughs> for consoles. And they're supposedly, they sound amazing. The mic's really, really good. Um, but apparently they kind of fall apart. Whatever you know, Sennheiser Sennheiser makes really expensive headphones, so these are eighty dollar versions of theirs. So they had to cut corners, but the sound is supposedly great. So then yeah. I was like, "Damn, I want good sound." And somebody said I was reading about these Corsair ones, and I like Corsair no Cooler Master, and I like Cooler Master as a company. So I was reading comparisons, and someone was like, "Fuck both of them. Stop buying gaming headsets. Get these uh, Philips." Hold on, I'll tell you exactly what I bought. So I ended up spending $110 total. Um, 
and I bought, and it came today. Like, I literally bought it at midnight last night, and it came today. I was like, wow. I bought... Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. I bought Philips... S- what did you buy H- from Amazon? Yeah. I bought hmm. Philips SHP 9500 uh, headphones. They are actual hi-fi precision stereo headphones. That, yeah, those are professional headphones for like audio shit. Yes, they're $74.99, which is a good price. And then they don't have a mic because they're not gaming headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then they have this boom mic. It's called a... Uh, hold on, I bought it too. But that doesn't come for a week. Um, I bought this other mic. It's called a V Moda, V-Moda, M-O-D-A, Boom Pro microphone. It's $37. Uh, so that's why it came to one ten together. I think it was like one twelve after tax. Um, but it plugs into so the the uh, SHP ninety five hundreds have a detachable three point five millimeter cable that so you know you can separate them, store them alone, and then you know plug them in and replace the cord if need be. This mic replaces that. It plugs into that jack on your headset, and then the cable that comes off of it is the three point five millimeter that goes into the controller. And so it's a mic that's also replaceable. I read or I watched some reviews and people said the only downside, like the audio is really clear on it. I heard a guy talking on it on the video. Um, They said it just, it doesn't do noise cancellation. So if you've got like a noisy house or you're clacking on your keyboard, it can be, you know, annoying for other people. But I'm going to only be playing PlayStation. So the most you'll hear is Lulu barking or me tapping, you know, pushing in the L3 and R3s. Um, But I mean, sound quality is great. And so I'm using the headset right now because I was like, the headphones Keith has here for podcasting kind of hurt my head too. They're they're really nice sound-wise. They're just, you know, a little tight for glasses. Um, so I was like, I'm going to test these today and I'm, I'm using them right now. And before we started, I swapped these in and I put everything up and uh, blasted music. And man, it is really different listening to music, th- listening to things through like actual headphones made for sound quality, you know? Yeah. Because like gaming headsets are great. Like my HyperX clouds are great, but they're not rich. Like, it, it, you know, you're not going to get rich, rich bass, like deep, deep bass. And, you know, really, the highs aren't going to be as high as they can be. Like these are pretty intense. Um, nice. They're not, you know, Good I'm purchase. sure. I mean, it's a hundred bucks. So yeah. Better be a good purchase, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, for a $75 headphone, I'm sure there's a version like a Sennheiser or whatever, the $300, $400 headphones that are going to be incredible in terms of sound. But someone was saying like these, once you do, I started reading reviews afterwards. I was like, let me go to Reddit and just read about this combo of the mic and headset for gaming. And people are all like, it changed my fucking mind about shit. Like, I won't buy gaming headsets anymore. And I can't say that yet. I'll, I'll have to test the mic, you know, whatever um but it's so far i mean they're really really light like in terms of it like their grip strength on your head is like barely there it's like they're just lightly laying on it um they feel a little loose in that way but it's probably just my being used to headphones like grabbing my head you know um but yeah there's 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 kind of something that we sometimes have especially like when i used to I worked at a sunglass company for a while, like fucking over 10 years ago. And sometimes people go, oh, it's so snug. It's it's really, it's really holding on very nice. And when you're wearing a pair of fucking titanium Oakleys that are hugging your face, mm-hmm. 
that shit's gonna hurt after yeah. two hours. You know what I mean? Like you you have titanium spider legs clawing at your temples. They're great if you're snowboarding and doing 1080 brassic push it shove twisties <laughs> Christ airs. But <laughs> if you're just driving to Walgreens for some fucking mucinex, you don't really want to be putting on like a pair of like Terminator vice grips yeah, on your yeah. face. <laughs> Um, so, so far, really like them. I'm going to give Keith, you know, I, if you hadn't bought headphones, I would have just given you the rigs to see if you like them, you know, just mm-hmm. for 20 no, I got bucks. my Sonys. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I wish they'd make a wired version. I would fucking buy them because the golds and I almost bought the yeah. platinums. I almost bought the platinums because the battery life's better. Uh, the, everyone says the sound quality is really good. Like, but those are 150. Yeah. I have the gold. And I told the story before that I think they're a hundred, but I got no, they're um, like seventy uh, bucks. I think the the regular golds, the golds are ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, I think you can get but, them on sale. I was looking, that's why. I think they're well, what on I sale. found was is Best Buy online had them on sale for sixty three. Yeah, that's what I saw. Okay, and I went to GameStop and I was like, "Hey, look!" And my buddy worked there. I'm mm-hmm. like, "Can you price match?" And he was like, "Technically, I can. If my district manager saw this, he would tell me to deny it." But he's like, but fuck that dude. It was like the week before this whole (laughs) shit happened. We had no idea this was going to... It's very coincidental that the week before this whole shutdown, my GameStop buddies, like, they literally saved me, like, $120 randomly. They were just like, oh, yeah, I got you. And just, like, sort of hooking it up. I mean, technically legitimate. Like, he was able to do that because of that. And um, it was dope. But, yeah, I got mine for 65 But to tell you the truth, if my pair starts to go shitty... I will gladly pay $130 oh. for a pair of Platinums in two or three years. Yeah, and even the Golds, I'd pay 100 They're worth every penny. I got my money's worth. They're just falling apart. And I'm kind of scared for my clouds, the HyperX Cloud Alphas. They were 130 but I got them for 99 And they have the faux leather. And my buddy Ian, a former guest of Nerdporn, he is replacing his with another pair because of that. And I'm like, dude, I wouldn't do faux leather again. I want, like, the... These ones, these Phillips, cloth. They'll never flake. You know, they might yeah. get gross and whatever, but it's 75 you bucks to buy another pair. clean yeah. and shit. Um, and, you know, like I said, they're all worth it in terms of you're going to get a lot out of them before that happens. But just want a future proof, you know? It's like, I don't know. But the golds, the yeah. sound quality, I fucking love them. They're so comfortable. The Like, a lot of times, first-party peripherals for their, you know, for sony whatever isn't always the best but man those the golds i can't recommend them enough honestly even the battery life dying they, they'll they last me like four four and a half hours yeah and you're but, sitting you know, in a, at a static you're not like running around the block wearing them like you're at a desktop you can just plug them in and you know i bet yeah you could find a usb charger like a you know that you can charge like a mobile one and that you could plug in your headphone and just plug it into your you know and wear it while it's sitting in your lap you yeah know? like an outboard battery mm-hmm. you can just carry around i got a couple of those yeah now. i have them um <clears throat> one other thing i bought was a desk uh, because uh so the my wife's niece is staying with us and she's uh going home on um sunday so i'm gonna have my room back and uh, kelsey was like Maybe I want to keep the because I'd mentioned I might buy a desk and I wanted to just get a table like a, you know they make these like gaming desks. I looked into building my own with a piece of butcher block, um, mm. just because 
it you can customize it a lot more like the size wise you know um yeah it's hard though yeah and i was like it's me <laughs> that's like a weekend at keith's yeah I mean, i'm gonna fuck you know? it up and I'm gonna have to ask Keith for help, and I I don't want it, you know. Especially given Keith is basically going to do it for you. He's gonna yell at me just until gonna, he does it. He's for just me. gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, he's just gonna be like fine. And I don't I don't want to burden you know. I love Keith. I don't want to burden him with like he's a he dad. likes shit like that. He's a dad. He loves it, but he's a dad. You know, I don't want to take That's time true. away from his he's got diapers to family now. and shit. Yeah. Um. So I looked, and Amazon had one for one fifty that had good reviews. Um, and it's fifty five inches, so it's about half a foot. It's about 10 inches longer than my current desk. Um, so I'll have room enough to put my tower on top of it. And then I can use the thing I'm uh, the stand I have my tower on as a monitor stand, which will be nice. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm going to try. But uh, that has a speaking full... Of, speaking of the building shit, my mom like wants a bike now. She's like, hey, if I order a bike online, like, will you help me build it? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And in my head, I'm just... I'm just thinking, like, God damn it! Yeah, we're gonna be cursing That's, for two hours. I'm. It's gonna be me, and I'm gonna be so mad. I'm gonna be like frustrated while she paces behind me, like yelling, like, mm-hmm. it's, like it's ugh, those kind of those kind of things. It's it's fun. No, it's not fun. No, Kelsey no, and I it's built. Not, it's not fun. Kelsey and I built. What do we build? One of my entertainment t- center or something. I have my entertainment center under my TV that I'm looking at right now came from somewhere and. Had to be put together, and it was the worst. It was the worst. Yeah, I mean, I've we, done it a bunch of times, but it fucking sucks. <laughs> we put together my old chair, the Secret Labs. Keith put together because he was watching my house while I was out of town, and it came. And he was yeah. like, "I put it together," and I'm like, "Dope." Uh, but Kelsey and I put my other racing chair together, and man, I got so mad. Like <laughs> I had to walk away, and Kelsey's really patient. She's we're different in that way. Like she's she has her anxieties that flare up and that's when she'll get a little you know more edgy but she's very patient with things like putting things together but i have issues with frustration you know i went to therapy and i learned about it (laughs) yeah you do it's not anger management it's frustration it it stems from need to control and specifically things that i pay money for that i expect to work right or i expect to be what they are and then if they're not i'm like I'm gonna break you. This is what's happening. You're gonna suck because I make you suck. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> That's that thing. Like, if I can't get it to work, I'm just gonna break this so it never works. Yeah, I punched. If you're that not gonna thing. work for me, then you're not gonna work for anyone else. It's a very toxic trait. Oh yeah, I punched that thing in my car, and I've been re- like for years before that. I had been working on it. You know, I went to therapy. I've been doing the steps that I learned. You know, taking my tools. And that one day, it was like I had stepped in human shit in my shower, and my landlord had yelled at me. My AC had been broken all weekend, and I got in my car, and I had a song in my head, and I just wanted to hear it. You know, I just literally wanted to play the song to get it out of my head. And that day, my Bluetooth on my car decided it just wasn't going to work. And I was like, I literally put my like rested my hand on top, and I was like, Kelsey, I'm going to punch it. I can feel it. It's going to happen. And she was like, Well, let me try. And she was trying to do it, and you know. Again, and I was like calm, but I was like, I'm gonna, I can feel it. I'm gonna punch it. And I didn't even punch it hard. I just literally like, like you'd punch your own leg, like a tap, you know, like a, and it just broke, but it felt, I remember those days. Yeah. It felt so good. Well, when I was a kid, instead of punching walls, sometimes I would like punch my leg one time and it would make me like, it kind of snaps you out of it. I'm not recommending anyone do this, but it'll sap you of wanting to punch anything because it hurts, you know? Like, you'll do it once just on your, like, fuck. And, you know, it's always in a game where you're, like, 
that last hit before the boss dies and then you're like fuck and you like punch yourself oh but it, what i found I, later ah. was when i would really get mad i would just punch my bed <laughs> just punch my bed do like three no. like a little three-piece combo and it isn't as satisfying because it doesn't hurt it's not all, but it there's no get destruction now i have a punching bag so i go outside and i can just punch that you know I don't think that would even have worked for younger me because younger me, it's almost embarrassing, very embarrassing. It's really, really bad. Uh, I go, sometimes I go into my old room, the room that is the other room. I'm, I'm in a different room now, but when I was, when I was a teenager and I still see the holes in the wall all over the place, holes from punching holes from throwing controllers. You got to throw a controller hard, pretty hard, yeah. make a break through some drywall. But, uh, I'll tell you, wait, real quick, just so you know, I never, I punched one hole in the wall when I was a kid. Uh, I've done some embarrassing things, right, with games, but I'd only punched one hole in the wall, and because I had to fix it. My mom was like, bitch, I'm going to get you the spackle, and you have to do it, and then you got to paint it. Oh, I would put a poster over it. Oh, no, see, (laughs) I I would, I was always, I'm always like, uh, I've always had an issue with things being just, like, I have to atone for my crimes, Oh, really? You don't hide your shame? Never. The only time I did was I cut the arm off of a stretch arm trunk because I wanted to see what was in it. Oh, that's just childhood curiosity. Tree sap, and I got scared, so I threw it in my closet, and it stuck to the carpet. And like, oh no, my mom had to pay someone to cut (laughs) a portion of the carpet out and replace it. She was so mad. So after that, I was like, I'll just tell her, you know. And so she made me patch it. I was like, that's not worth it. Like, it sucks. But one time, man, I was so mad. I was playing PlayStation 1, I think, and I twisted a controller and just broke it. Like, I literally pulled both paddles opposite directions and broke it, yeah. and it felt so good. And that's the darkness, is like, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually the last time I've told it, um, playing times before, it's been a long time, the last time I ever broke a controller was right about when we first met my first apartment you never saw mm-hmm. so it was probably like 2013 it was for ninja gaiden 3 Oof. so ninja gaiden 3 in the new games not the old school but like you know the, the ninja gaiden yeah, sigma yeah, the ninja gaiden black uh ninja gaiden 3 came out and those games were already notorious for being very very difficult but ninja gaiden 3 was broken so not only was it notoriously very very difficult the game was actually like really bad to the point where less than a year later they had to re-release the game under the name Ninja Gaiden Three Razor's Edge, because they had to like fix it. They're like, okay, this is literally mm-hmm. almost yeah, it's unplayable, almost unplayable. And uh, yeah, I held a PS3 controller and I did that where I, you know, left hand pulls forward, right hand pushes outward. Like no, left hand pulls in, right hand pushes out, and you just twist your PlayStation controller and rip it. There's one thing to break at N64 controllers because they're so <laughs> big and hollow yeah. that they're kind of easy to break. But, bro, if you can twist apart a PlayStation controller, that means you are you have hell's rage within your balls in that moment. And I remember you told you me. Wanna kill. I remember you told me that you you've literally sat and thought, I'll I'll replace it, <laughs> and then broke it. Like you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna play pay the you know forty dollars for those ones. Or whatever at the time. Yeah, and that was the last one. No, because I think even still then it was like fifty five dollars. Yeah, I and uh, it was terrible. Now, I mean, I'll I rage, you know, but I don't throw shit, you know, whatever. I'm old, mold now, so thank God I don't throw shit. I definitely. I actually, I shouldn't even get. I don't really rage. I'll turn a game off. 
is what I'll do. Yeah. What I do is uh, I get really mad and then I just go like, I can't, I can't, I'm done. And you've been there. I'm just like, I'm done. Nope, that's it. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, dude, it's okay. Just come on. And th- what I've noticed in my life is when people get really mad and I start going, look, you don't have to be mad. It's fine. Just That makes them more mad. <laughs> yes, because nothing <laughs> like is more. Like our famous f- video of Sekido <laughs> where I'm like, it's okay, bro. And you're like, I'm going to slap the glasses off your face. And I'm like, I'm just here for you, bro. It's okay. <laughs> I, man, Senya knows how to get me, dude. When, we, when, when I get tilted in league. She got me so good one day. She was like, you just got to get good. And I was like, do you think I need to fucking hear that right now? It was so, she's like, don't rage at me. And I had to apologize the next day. And she, you know, she knows no. me. Like, I wasn't actually mad at her, but I, what I, the, the heart of what I was trying to say is like, that's not helping, you know, and I should have just said that's not helping. But yeah. instead I was like, do you think I need to fucking hear that right now? And, and yeah, then, no, my thing is I, I notice it. I always notice it with from games <laughs> and this is how I notice it. Cause I'll be like, Oh, I want to play dark souls today. And I'll put, <laughs> I'll put the game in and the game goes, the last time you played, you didn't exit properly. <laughs> Please remember to exit because you might lose your file. And that means I just went, Oh fuck this. And I hit hold PlayStation yep. button, quit game. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when, like if you try to like quit during a boss fight, what they'll do is, is you'll, you go to continue is you start at the at the boss gate and then your character just dies and then you respawn <laughs> at the bonfire. And it's pretty funny. But what I was gonna say was is in the past, when I was younger, it's really embarrassing. It's pretty bad. I used to um I used to beat myself up like bad, bro. I used to punch myself in the face like mad hard, mm. like multiple times, either in my head or like in my face. Like I'm talking fucking loser fist punching yourself like i would take my glasses off and punch myself in the fucking face that's crazy um, and it was i really know bad. it was really really bad listen i know like that's a, a thing years. like i said i you know i used to punch myself like in the thigh once like that was my rule is like i did it a couple times and i was like this fucking isn't worth it but it it does cut you it cuts through the the rage a little bit it'll like help you in that way but i don't recommend it well it's like oh i broke my leg help but someone's like okay give me your hand and then they break your pinky to get your <laughs> thought off your leg yeah. i think that was a anchorman joke or some shit mm-hmm. or i mean that's a famous joke of like oh if you break your leg and you don't want to think about it have somebody rip fucking break your pinky it's like that because i do remember I would hit myself in the face. Obviously, always stay away from your mouth because <laughs> lips. Because I fucked up a couple times. Like your lips burst very easy and rip. So you hit yourself in the orbital, the cheekbone, or the temple, or the forehead, or the head. And I would do like three or four, like really quick, like hits. Because one hit, you go ow. But if you go one, two, three, four. You can do some damage, and you're gonna feel it for like three days. You have a nice, thick bruise and a welt. So I Let's would say really this. don't do it. Don't avoid no. any of it. Avoid hitting yourself. I no, will no, tell don't you, don't do it. And I'm also talking about this is when I was yeah, you're like 14, 13, yeah. 14, 15, 16. When you're full of shit, chemicals that your your body doesn't know what to do with, your brain doesn't it's know how to te- handle. You're full of testosterone. And, no, actually, I probably wasn't because I was getting rid of that shit all the time. You're just an angsty teenager. You don't know what to do. And yeah, I remember I, I remember thinking like hitting myself in the leg wasn't good enough. And you, it, do, it did kind of work where it was like, I didn't care about the game anymore because I was like, almost like uh, Peter Griffin. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I will say... 
at least in my case, when I would get so mad at Mark of Cree on PS2 and oh like my God, punch my guy. It's Samoan buddy and his son, the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's one of those things where like it's mostly just because you've got that energy of like motherfucker and you don't want to throw a controller because you know your mom's going to yell at you, you know, and you're like, you just it's that instant like, God damn it. Or you like slam your hand on the table, you know, like, fuck. But you don't want to get yelled at. So it's like that instant thing. You're like, well, here's the only way I'm going to do it. I would still feel like kind of an asshole. Like, what a piece of shit I am, you know? Yeah, I would definitely feel bad and regret it every time. You know? You know, the angst and the anger, feel shame. I mean, not so much. I would just get mad at the game. And I would always come back and defeat whatever it was. Uh, I mean, there was one I didn't. uh, Wu-Tang. The Wu-Tang Clan video game. bad game. That beat me. It was basically thrill kill, four-player Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. like, evil shit. Got turned into a Wu-Tang Clan fighting game. And I remember I remember importing that. Very diff- It was very difficult because my parents didn't really buy my peripherals and shit. Like, I would, I would save, like, obviously my parents bought my games. But once I got to, like, mid-middle school into high school, I bought all my games and my shit. Because Same. I would, my well, it's this is why my parents would give me lunch money, a dollar fifty every day for lunch, but in the morning I would go and make a bullshit ham sandwich, take it to school, and I would pocket the money, and then so from middle school, high school, and well, once I got into high school, I had a job, I had jobs all through high school. I worked every year of high school. I always had a job, but in middle school I would uh, take my dollar fifty for lunch every day. But I would I would take like food from home to school and I would pocket the money, and then every third Thursday of the month was half day. Remember half days? Mm-hmm. My parents never knew half days existed. <laughs> so every third Thursday of the month, we would get out at lunchtime. We would be able to go home, and I'm always always walking distance from school because I lived in a triumvirate of schools. My friends would go me and my me and my two friends would go to the shopping would go to the mall, the Broward Mall, Westfield Mall, and I would have like 10, 15 or $20. So I would buy like cassette tapes or a video game or you know whatever's left over you guys all try to get a Panda Express meal and then you know take the bus home. Oh, you don't know the pro move. Well me and my what? buddies would be out Oh, skating. samples? Nah, bro. You run and snatch oh. that sample plate and you just bolt. <laughs> oh no, you guys no, that wasn't that much of a di- I was I've always been pretty polite. Like, well. you know, when you're very I will fuck someone's wife, but I'm not going to steal a sample plate at the mall. When you're very poor and <laughs> your parents don't give you any money, like, I never had money. I oh, had to work. True. I was with so. you, too. Like, so, you know, I worked all of high school. Uh, once high I was school, able yes. To, yeah. Middle school, pff, I didn't have shit. So we would just, and my friend, you know, my best friend and I would go skating and, you know, all of us were poor. You know, like, we were all like, I don't have a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, middle school was every day I'd get a dollar fifty for a school lunch. And it was either like, because it was the same every day. So I knew like my mom's going to go mm-hmm. take a shower. My dad's already yeah, gone. Yeah. And I would run in the kitchen and be like, how much food can I take without it looking like I took food? Or it was just go to school and just don't eat the whole day. Bruh. And then just get home mad, hungry, and eat ramen. There was a time <laughs> where for like a month, I just had a can of frosting that I would eat out of for lunch. Oh my god! <laughs> this was in middle you school. Poor soul. And I was like, you know, Marilyn Manson, long hair, grunge kid, uh, headbanger, 
And people just thought I, I had a bananas and pajamas lunchbox that because I loved Marilyn Manson and you know, I had that song lunchbox with a nine millimeter in it. I know, which is like I didn't even understand that that's what he was saying. You know what I mean? Like because you know I was fucking like twelve, so I just thought yeah. like it's you know cool to be like goth with like a lunchbox and it has to be like colorful and like some kids show, you know? So I had bananas yeah. and pajamas, happy uh, tree friends or some shit, and I would open it and have my can of frosting and people would be like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> they all hated Dude, me anyways. I was getting bullied weird. anyways. So I was like, fuck you. And I'll just eat my frosting. Um, yeah, but oh, Jesus, I'm sorry, bro. That's fine. I mean, look, sorry. We, we all, everyone struggles. Hey, look way. how we are now, dude. You're, you're married. You have a beautiful wife, a wonderful home, an awesome dog. You got a punching bag. I got a punching bag, bitch. You know, fuck the wife and the dog. You got a punching bag, bro. I'm going to fuck that punching bag. <laughs> um, There's a hole cut in the punching bag. <laughs> it's just full of shirts. It's full of tattered clothes. That's the weird thing. This is what they. That's what they fill it with. Unless Really? It's not sand? It's not sand. The heavy, heavy, heavy bags are sand because the size of the bag, oh, if you put that yeah. much Those sand. are the ones you could break your fingers on. And sand settles, too. So the clothes can settle. It, you can feel that they're settling to the bottom, you know, whatever, but... It's I haven't I haven't really I beat it up the other day but I haven't really fucked around with it um in a while because I've just been lazy. Did some running this week and that was interesting, but it's hot as shit outside and I want to die. Um, it's either hot or it's storming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been tough. A bitch right now. I wanted to run three times. I I got the Couch to Five K app because like it scales you up because I've never really been able to run a straight mile. So that's my goal is like I want to one day be able to run a mile. Right. What do you call running? Like jog, like jog a mile, not like, like a sprint. like a light jog. Well, like a medium, intermediate, like a. Yeah, you could do that. It just yeah, because I mean, I used to do, I would do like I'm gonna do four miles today. Go to the gym, get on the treadmill, and do like a brisk walk into like a light jog. And if you got like six episodes of The Simpsons lined up, you can kind of do it. Yeah, but I want to be able to get to the point where I'm never walking in that moment like in that mile you know what i mean okay i remember <laughs> in middle school in the same time you know same time frame uh <laughs> i used to get bullied pretty heavily i went to a yeah you, you fucking know, lunchbox carrying fucking long-haired grungy well yeah and i was in a you know a, a not great school where i was one of 10 white kids and uh you know it was the easy target that Whatever. sounds like a wonderful school very multicultural uh, it was a magnet school. I, there was I, a, I get it. I get it. I there was actually some cool shit there, but you know, it was. It's not a great school, um, and it's not because <laughs> of the demographics. It's not a great school. It's a we're in Florida, no, but like eco socio and economic bullshit. And you're dealing with children. The only yes. thing they can notice, the only frame of reference they have, is themselves and their family. Meaning, anyone yeah. different is going to get bullied. That's just how the it other. is. Yeah, because it yeah, one you know, of these things is not like the other. One of these things does not belong. That kind and, of shit. And it's it, it's it's not even real prejudice. You know what I mean? Like, wait I mean, a second, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is that a thing that I just noticed with Sesame Street? They taught kids one of these things is not like the other, which means one of these things does not belong. Could that phrase have gotten into children's minds and made them point out things that are not? like them maybe but i think, think as a wrong. parent you're supposed to correct behaviors when that goes the wrong way right like you're supposed to be able to go like yeah uh red and blue are different or squares yeah, and but circles when are you different. think about the fact that we're the age most of our parents were when we were kids oh, and we thought parents were grown-ups 
Oh no no! And, I like, learned he, that. Like you and me, <laughs> fucking we play, we watch anime and collect figurines and shit. Listen, I learned that parents are people like in second grade. So when oh, I caught sorry. my mom cheating on my dad, so I mean it's oh, it's quick, it's, <laughs> it's easy peasy, bro. Like that's one thing that like growing up the way I did taught me was like I never relied on parents because I knew, like intrinsically, I was very much smarter when I was younger. <laughs> When I was a kid, like I got it, I was like, "Oh, they're just fucking people." Like nobody yeah, you saw knows. The darkness. Nobody knows anything. Um, but so I was, getting, I would get bullied pretty heavily. Like they would, like people would steal my shoes in gym class. People would steal, you know, like beat me up while I was changing. Would you get your shoes back? They only stole one pair of shoes, and it was. But did did you ever get them back? Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. Really? A friend of mine got his fucking sketchbook stolen, and the person who stole it used his drawings for a class project, and he was like, he told the teacher, like, hey, man, those are my drawings. Someone stole my my sketchbook. I'm not saying the kid who turned him in stole it. I just want my drawings back, you know? He got beat up by that kid later. (laughs) He was like, fucking ratted on me. He's like, I just... That's true bullying. I just wanted my stuff. Um, But anyways... We had to do the mile run and in PE in seventh grade. I'll never forget. And the teacher was like, everyone has to complete it and we're not going to do anything else until everyone's done. And people were fucking with me, you know, like calling me names and yelling at me. And I was like, okay, well, this is another day. And I would just do like half a lap a day. It was seven laps or whatever, six laps around the thing. And I would just stop, look around, you know, like walk really slow, sit in the shade. And people were so mad. And every day they'd be like, fuck you up. And I'm like, that's another day. We're just going to keep doing this. You guys just have to watch me. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, physical education. Oh, touchy subject. Yeah. Let's, I just thought it was funny talking about a mile. Well, what I was going to say is is you can't really force a kid to run a mile. You can force a kid to take a math test. But if the kid just goes, I can't, can you fail him? Uh, I mean, in the 90s, sure. <laughs> I would get no, IS. No, in the nineties was the was the good old days when you could probably smack that kid and be like, run the fucking mile. I would get which internal is better, suspension. Which would probably make stronger kids. The rest, like most of that year, I did the thing where I would get IS so that I would just not dress out <laughs> so that I wouldn't yeah. have to go into the gym and get hit with basketballs. So I would not dress out, get internal suspension, and just watch movies. And I would still get grades, like I didn't fail, but you know, it was just boring. Yeah, that was a fun part of PE is if you didn't want to, you just wouldn't change into your uniform. Man, do you know what? That really bums me out about schools. Do they still make kids change into PE uniforms? Yeah. They I'm probably sure. don't. No, they have to wear PE clothes, I'm sure. I mean, I don't fucking know. Because but... back in the day, it was like you would just be like, oh, I really don't want to. Like, let's say you don't feel good. You're like, I don't want to run today. Like, go out there in the jeans and the coach would be like, you're not wearing your thing today? Hit the bench. You can, you can sit on the bench for the whole hour, and you're like, fuck yeah, dude. I can just sit and do nothing. Oh, no. We got internal suspension, so we had to go to a classroom and write reports. They would send things. you to IS for being non-participation Tory and Yeah, dude. Wood. No, for in us, it was just In an overcrowded school? Sit. Yeah, bitch. We, oh, we would have to just sit on the bleachers in the sun in our jeans and shit. It, so, like, I rarely did that. I always dressed out because I was like, cool. I never showered. It's very strange. A lot of kids were cool at showering. Oh no, I, totally I never naked did that shit. Never middle did school, it. high school, totally naked, just washing their balls in the shower. I was so not on that shit, bro. 
Oh, no, I was fully prepared to not go to PE. When I was going to middle school, I was like, if they're going to try to make me get naked in front of anybody, I don't care who it is, I'm I'm out. I'm not doing it. Did you you ever boxers it? No. I mean, I, I... I was wearing like change. You ever change in the yeah, room? With yeah, the, yeah, with of the course, guys? of course. Oh, we I, did that. We did like the towel slapping in our boxer in our undies no, and like dude. shit. It wasn't like jock style. But at like, addicts, I'd... no. At addicts, I kept my head down, changed as quickly as possible, and tried to get out of there before someone tried to fight me, which happened wow. multiple times. And the one time that th- this guy was like trying to fight me, and I had to logic my way out of it. <laughs> Because he was calling me <laughs> homosexual slurs, and I was like, I mean, I'm in my underwear right now, so if we fight, I'm yeah, you going. Yeah, would think to be I'm like, like, I'm gonna get naked and fuck you with. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna kiss you, and I'm gonna make sure my dick touches you. So we're gonna see who's gay. And then he, you know, kept saying it. I'm like, all I'm <laughs> saying is, I'm gonna kiss you. So get ready. And finally, he like <laughs> just left me alone. But they, that's when he, him and his friends stole my shoes. It was Mark oh, Nestor. I forget. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's that reminds me of you know, those guys who are always like they set up the worst YouTube video and they're like, It's a prank, bro! It's a prank, bro! Yeah, the worst where they um, get beat like, up and they're like, It's a prank! Yeah, like what they'll do is they'll walk up like in front of like a couple of black dudes and pretend to find a nickel on the floor and they'll be like, Yo, a nickel, which sounds like a slur, and then they go, It's a prank! But there was always a fun one when the guy would go up to somebody who looks like a tough dude and be like, hey, motherfucker, you want to fucking fight me? And the guy would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, fuck you, pussy bitch. And then the dude who's doing the prank... Oh, yeah, he takes out the Borat bikini. Pulls pulls his pants down. Fuck fuck the Borat thing. Pulls his pants down, dick out. And then you see, like, the (laughs) giant bully guy just be like, what the fuck? And then just chase the guy, like, dick out with the pants at your ankles. I always thought that was kind of funny. Even though that's technically illegal, so those were probably set up too. God damn it, we can't believe anything on the internet. Yeah, it's it's a weird world. You know what, though? Let's uh, read an email that we got. <laughs> it's getting late. Wait, I, I think, yeah, it's getting late. We, got, we did get some messages. Let's do the messages and emails. Before that, can we touch the last thing, which was the the, the big podcasting that's going to happen? In oh yeah, I, I did want to hear your uh, your thoughts on this because I have thoughts. Yeah, I don't know everything about it because I don't really. What care. I'm actually going to say isn't so much about this deal, but it's about the it's about Joe's one of his last podcasts, and so, something it's it's about it's a it's a kind of a funny annoying thing. It's a funny observation making fun of thing. It's not like an actual like hot take so real quick so. the the big thing is joe rogan is moving to spotify i don't in know if that means if he's going to be off itunes so much as youtube um yeah we don't know if youtube's going to pull it and and spotify is going to get the whole backlog but if you notice one listening to joe there's a lot for years where he's like hey can we show this and like, now we're going to get pulled and he you always see him kind of get bummed like damn i just wanted to share this cool video that we're talking about but and then they have to kind of break consistency and go, all right, everybody, go look up lion eats zebra, whatever, like, or like, oh, man, I wish, like, you know how many times he would have Duncan on and probably be like, yo, Jamie, pull up that Zeppelin track. We're going to smoke this joint for two minutes. And they would just probably, ch- like, almost like how, do you know, do you ever listen to Joey Diaz back in the day? Like how Joey mm-hmm. Diaz plays music? Same thing with Ari Shafir, like. They're like, fuck your shit. Demonetize me all you want. I don't care. I'm going to play some music. So 
YouTube really sucks. So Joe's going to Spotify. So it's wondering, is Spotify going to let him start being able to play clips? And music? So he's going to have exclusivity with Spotify. So I really think new episodes will not be on any other platform, which is a weird move. But I mean, yes. And it's a hundred million dollars. Like, bro, one hundred million dollars just to Joe. Yeah. Just for his for his company. Because oh, he is a company. I'm. I've been over Joe for a while, and I'm not mad at him. Like, get your money, you know, whatever. But I'm like, I've been over his podcast for a long time. And really? I'm still in there. It's just, to me, I'm just sick and tired of hearing the same thing. Because he's he just one it. guy, you know what I mean? And he's doing 40 podcasts a month or whatever, you know? Like, he's doing insane amounts. So, of course, he's going to repeat himself. But, like, I'm just done with it. I love Joe Rogan. And it's not that I have anything against him. It's just, to me, I got sick of hearing the same shit. I will, however, listen to any episode with Duncan Trussell, because the two of them together, I do love. Yeah. Well, maybe what I'll start doing is sending you recommendations for good episodes. Yeah. I'm still subscribed. I just don't listen, you know? Because I recently did a thing. I can't remember what it was, but I recently did a thing where I caught myself, pardon me, not listening to some episodes because of who was on. And then in a moment of desperation and nothing else to listen, listening and going, wow, that was a really good episode. Like, awesome. I would have totally missed that episode if I didn't think. And then sometimes you see like, oh, I know this guy is going to be great. And it's just more of the same shit. Mm -hmm. You got to be real careful when he has the same friends on. Yeah. Because if he's got Callan and Chubb and Eddie Bravo. uh, Anytime Bravo's on, you can just skip it. So that's what I was going to talk about today, and I'm going to talk about that, but I'm going to be brief with it. But uh, so he's still, yeah, he is still telling the same stories. He's, it still is whatever. There, some things are. There's one thing that's getting annoying is, I'm not saying he's one of these people who are screaming open up. No, I am but, annoyed with his COVID dude, response. But dude, big he, time. he he is fucking like he's minimizing it a lot. He's saying like, yeah, we know, but like, you gotta open up, and it, you gotta think though. And maybe I'm paraphrasing, or maybe I'm assuming. You gotta remember, dudes like him, fuck him. Dudes like even low lives, not low lives, low tiers like Callan and Shab, mm-hmm. they can make ten grand in a night. Yeah, these guys are missing months. Do you know how much money Joe Rogan can make sixty grand in a night? Probably more. So, like, taking a break for a couple of weeks is fine. And even though he's got mad cash, I mean, maybe why did he just make a $100 million deal? Mm-hmm. He might be like, living like he still makes a lot of money. You know, like, he might be living to his income, yeah. which is what we all kind of do. I know there's a threshold where, you know, Jeff Bezos is never going to be able to spend the kind of money he makes as the world's first trillionaire almost. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is, you know, rich, super rich, but I'm sure he lives like he's super rich, you know? Not that I think he's an exorbitant spender, but like maybe his bills are what they are because he makes that much money, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure he's smart and has investments, but. I have noticed that though. And I got really like, I, cause I, what I do is sometimes um, I'll toss on like a 15 minute Joe Rogan clip on YouTube. Yes. That it do the clips. Do JRE clips. Yeah. Those are good. They show me ones where he's interviewing someone and it tells you exactly what they're going to talk about. And so I'll throw, if I'm, you know, commuting somewhere, I'll throw my car on my phone in the cup holder put that on and just you know listen to that and like i said i do still love joe rogan i think he's a great guy like i i 
sometimes his fence sitting gets annoying and that's why like i really think it would be great if he just avoid politics mostly unless he's got someone good on you know what i mean yeah because a lot of times he just talks to people and they just you know like they don't want to dig in or comment fully and it's like then don't talk about it you know like it's fine it's just yeah and he gets it from all sides you know he gets shit on from everybody cut because of that so i'm like at a certain point you should just have a strict rule where it's like if i'm not talking to someone who knows their shit and can correct me don't bring it up then don't bring it up right like you know when it comes to comedy and hunting and you know like things that are important to people that love it but isn't like universal you know you can talk about it and be dumb and like be like i thought this bow was this kind of bow and it's wrong you know or whatever but well the good thing about that is is those are tough sometimes i get i get distracted or upset not i don't get upset i don't really get upset at anything but i get kind of like deterred that was the word when i see like oh fuck new episode of joe rogan and i look and it's like this week wildlife preservation expert i'm like fuck (laughs) this week yeah bow and arrow eggs i'm like god damn it i'm like just have comedians on you know but i understand like even when he had like all the politicians on i didn't hear them all i listened to bernie i didn't listen i I didn't listen to the gay chinese guy what's his name uh andrew yang andrew yang Uh, i don't i don't i didn't didn't listen to his episode because i don't know i listened to bernie i didn't listen to the other guy I mean, I like the Bernie when he one has was comedians good, on. The real politicians are always really short, and like you don't really get a lot. It's out an of hour. It. Yeah. Well, it's because it's 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 a purchase time. It's mm-hmm. it's also it's that, and also really big celebrities. I remember he had a really really big celebrity on, and they're always one hour. It's always yeah. like an it's like an hour and twenty minutes because of like reads and bullshit, but uh, it's about an hour. But so I'm cool. I loved. I, I still like Joe. I, he does still tell the same stories, and he is getting a little annoying with like, "All right, guys, let's open up." You know, like maybe some people who need to stay need to. Stay. And honestly, I'll tell you the truth. I kind of understand. I do feel like things should open up. I personally think they shouldn't. I think everybody should hold up in their house and hide and fucking whatever. But that's because I love sulking in this depression and <laughs> just completely deteriorating my body with chemicals and looking at uh intellectual properties made by these japanese dudes that just send me video games it's wonderful like i i love just just well, dying in my cocoon i'll but, say this um, i think that obviously you know we have <clears throat> to open up at some point i just think we have to be intelligent about it and it's not happening there's no thought behind it because it's you know it's the states doing it and they're all fucking botching numbers and shit and it's just like if we had done lockdowns better you know because florida never locked down it was a stay in place uh suggestion you know stay at home order yeah but but it wasn't a real order like you weren't gonna get in trouble and i don't think necessarily people should get in trouble but i think we just needed to be doing things better because yeah it literally nothing changed like like you saw at one point in india what they were doing was if they caught you in the street they'd make you do like 30 squats or they would hit you with a stick yeah they're like fuck it you're in the street give me 30 squats you know which some people would be like that's capital punishment you're abusing people and i'm just but no that's actually pretty funny and it's actually a very like light punishment it's like hey you're being a dipshit 
Give me 20 push-ups and yeah. go home. And it's the, the, the thing that's frustrating about it, and here's where my biggest frustration with all these people come from, and these people being people like, we need to open up my rights are being infringed. Like, fuck you and your fucking stupid rights, you dumb shithead. Yeah, that's just stupid. You know what your right is? Your right is not to kill your family members with your fucking stupidity, you useless asshole. I see people at the gym right now that are married to people that I'm related to, and I want them to cease to exist. I don't want them to die. I want but them to be erased open. from history. I want them to just painlessly stop being a thing. Well, what what gyms are open? Uh, Georgia's gyms are open. Florida's gyms uh, are open. Georgia. Uh, no, no, sorry, not Florida. Are, I just was, uh, at, I was at GameStop tonight. The gym is closed. There's a listener they... of nerd porn. I don't know if he still listens. He's a friend of a friend, and he was at the fucking gym, and I was like, bruh. He's like, it's hey, bro, beautiful. you're a douchebag. Go do some fucking dips with a chair and <laughs> Listen, some push-ups and some calisthenics. It's funny you say that. He posts, it's beautiful. I've missed it. And I said, you really couldn't just do some fucking push-ups at your house, you fucking asshole? And he was like, I have been, but, you know, it's not enough. And he's very, you know, he's very fit, whatever. And I'm like, well, hopefully none of those unmasked fucking cunt rags that I see in your picture have covid don't know about it and breathe all over everything you're touching and then you breathe it in and you yeah. fucking get it in your stupid head and then you breathe all over everything you fucking selfish cunt dude that like goes to a thing today like so today i thought let me let me hit my boy josh up at gamestop who i haven't spoke to in a while he works in my game he hooked me up with the uh with the price match for the the playstation mm-hmm. headphones and i was like what's up man how's gamestop been going and he's like it's not too bad blah 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 and I'm like, are you guys open? He's like, yeah, we've opened. Uh, we've opened back up. Uh, it's just to 8 p.m. and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll come check it out. He's like, I don't work today, but whatever. So I'm going to call him out. Actually, I'll even call the whole show. I ran into Ot at Publix also. Oh, wow. And I saw her ex now uh, at GameStop, Grant. And I go into the GameStop, and I see this guy that I know that is the manager of the GameStop. Fuck you, Grant. And... I walk in with my face mask and I have gloves on because I have a box of 1000 count polyester fucking whatever. Like I put, I change my gloves every time I touch shit. So I have my gloves, I have my mask. I go into GameStop customer at the counter, no gloves, no mask manager of the GameStop, no mask. Jesus Christ. And I walk in and, and, uh, they told me like everything down here recently just opened this week. So certain things have opened. Restaurants are right now are open at 50% capacity. That's nice. Okay. Cool. Friend of mine, Victor, uh, is part of the family that owns La Bamba's. Awesome. Get your, you know, Dude, give La the community the what shit, they need. by the way. Yeah. La Bamba's is doing 50% with borders and whatever. I go, oh, cool. Josh, GameStop's back open. He goes, yeah, I don't work today, but I'll be there this weekend. And I'm like, awesome. I haven't been in a GameStop in a minute. I just, I'm going to go to the Publix anyways, the grocery store next to it anyways. Let me go walk in. I walk in, customer and employee, no mask, no gloves, just talking, chilling. And I walk in masked up, gloved up. And I'm like, Yo, what? Uh, automatically, yo, what the fuck up? What the fuck? No masks? You, you just opened? And he's like, oh, I was wearing it all day for the last three days, and I got a rash on my chin. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. The pretty girl at my job I have a crush on who has sensitive skin has been wearing a mask for a month, and when she takes it off, she has a little breakout under her mask, and she can't wear her pretty makeup anymore, and she's got like a pimply face. And it's like, I get it. 
you may have to deal with some inconsistencies in your comfort zone. Hey, you know when people and maybe, won't see it? When you're wearing your fucking mask. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like, you know what's awesome about the mask? I haven't had to trim my nose hairs yeah. in a month and a half. You know what I mean? Hey, so I got I a haircut really today. My mom texted me uh, and was like, hey, we're opening up, but we're only... Because they have... They're in this place that is Sweets. They're called Sweets by JC. There's a uh, they're a franchise, and what they are is one big building that they break into suites that are for specifically for hairdressers, nail techs, uh, massage therapists, and makeup artists. Right, so they all have like it's like little it's like a strip mall inside of a little building, and whatever you know they have their chair and they they each own their own little spot. They rent or they rent a little spot. So my mom was like, "Look, we're doing it this way. Every person is there for." only one one stylist at a time because they only have three chairs it's just three women you know my mom and her two partners that they opened with um and she's like we only have one person at a time working and one customer at a time and we all wear masks so i'm like okay cool and you know i know my mom's been really good about um her quarantining so i know she's probably safe and i know i've been pretty good you know um i wore my mask the whole time for her because she lives with my uncle who's uh compromised you know he's got diabetes or whatever and so i'm like you know i don't want him to get sick because i needed a fucking haircut you know so she wore a mask i wore a mask she cut my hair (laughs) i never took you know i I held it to my face when she was getting behind my ears i just unhooked it but i held it to my face and i threw it away afterwards obviously because i fucking touched it uh i hand sanitized after that you know like you just got to be smart man it's like you know, again, my mom has to make money, you know, she has to pay her bills. So she's doing yeah. what she can. But it's like, just the people that are like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask. It's infringing my rights. Nowhere on anything, any document ever in the history of the universe, is there a stipulation about your fucking ability to, or your right to not wear a mask? You dumb piece of shit. For other people's safety, you selfish twat. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, this is creating a new type of it's it's not even a new type. It's just it's the person who want it's the Karen mentality mm-hmm. of and not to use a buzzword, but it's the mentality of someone who I think look, that as, one by as, the way, as, sorry, is funny that people are offended by it cuz it's like I mean sure if your name's Karen <laughs> that might be annoying, but like the idea of it being just the person who talks to the manager. I know that there's an image that comes into your mind of, you know, the, yeah, the old white the, the lady short, with the, the, the short bob, back the haircut short long in the front. But in reality, what it is, is just that person that talks to the manager. And so I understand that there, it's just funny that it became a thing. It's like, this is offensive. It's like, then don't be well, no, that person. That's the new, no, I, I even think that the whole idea that there are people out there who think that saying K- Karen is like the N word, I think is a bullshit. I don't oh, think yeah. any real bullshit. No, they like, don't really think it. Dumb. Like, no, I think it's just more meme memeable stuff. But there's always been people who want to go, you can't tell me what to do. Like, I saw a video. Like, there's so many videos. Fucking Reddit. I saw a video of a person and went into a Costco and they weren't wearing a mask. And they start videotaping. They're like, so you're infringing on my American rights. To, you, you're discriminating. And it's like, no, you're looking for attention because you have no other value in your life, bro. Yeah. Just you know, go play Final on. Fantasy X and start a podcast, bro. Yeah, like this is that like, guy. Really, what you should do, dog. Uh, Brian you know? from the Comics Labs posted a video of that guy um, debating, or not not debating, but talking to um, someone about that situation. And it's um, uh, Generation Y. That guy, 
something set. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. But he talks to that guy. I, I didn't, hadn't even seen that video. I saw the lady who's at like fucking Whole Foods and they won't yeah, let her in. Her too. And the guy's like dancing and she's like, oh, you're real happy, huh? And he's like, yeah, I've got yeah, a job. Yeah, you're a little chipper. And he's like, why wouldn't I be? It's a nice day. He's like, it's a nice it's... day and I'm having the ability to make money. I'm a bartender normally. Oh, it was like Gelson's. Yeah, Gelson's. And Gelson's. <laughs> it, that was an interesting like, that guy took the high road and won. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah. I'm happy because this is giving me the ability to pay my bills yeah. and I'm here. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He was like, I was a bartender and now I work here and I'm fucking stoked. I have a job. Yeah. He's like, I'm real happy to be able to pay my bills because he probably. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> yeah. He probably did what a lot of us did, which is like, you dread, like, I'm going to lose my job and then how the fuck am I going to live? You know? Yeah. But anyway. Not everyone's a loser like me who has his mom to back him up. Um, so the last thing before we get on to listener, I think we have some we have some comments. Yeah, we have a bunch um, and an email, so let's get through it. So the last thing I was gonna say about the Joe thing is it is getting a bit there's something that's getting a little bit bad, and it's Eddie Bravo. And I've always hated him. Yeah, Eddie the Bravo first has time always you, been pretty bad. The first time you hear him go into conspiracy mode and he's not really saying anything yet, you're like, ah, that's funny. He's that guy. You know, the conspiracy guy, LOL. Then he exactly. starts talking and you're like, oh, God. When when he was first doing conspiracy space, whatever, funny. And then about a year or so ago, he started pretty much becoming like Flat Earther, which I'm not angry at Flat Earthers. No. I'm not, like, I'm not angry at you. You can believe you're, in dumb shit. fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, fucking dumb as shit. Like you may be one of the greatest jujitsu, jujitsu uh, trainers in the history of the world, but you're fucking stupid, and my six-year-old nephew yeah. is smart is smarter than you. So here's the deal, though. Over some time, okay, flat earther, fine. By now, the last fight companion. <laughs> ooh, sorry, I just had a sip of the devil's water. The last fight companion, I actually would recommend you to try to listen to like two hours of it. It's about four and a half hours. But I would say try to get an hour into it. Or maybe I'll try to find the moments for you because I want you to hear this, dude. And this isn't political, political, whatever. I don't care, blue or red, whatever. Uh He's turned into a full-blown, like, Trump dude now. Oh, you knew he was going to be. But Counter, here's the deal, though. The, Trump is the new counterculture. Like, there are as a sect of people that support Trump specifically as trolls. And, the, like, look, whatever. You want to troll, troll. Troll on. I'm a troll. Well, here's the deal. I understand that because I can understand red pilly things. And there – all right, so, so before we get into comments – and question questions yeah because it's late bro i know look there is an aspect of like some of these like side views that comes off wrong because the delivery mechanism is just too upset there are guys out there like sandman and richard cooper that are saying things that kind of have some resonance but they're so salty that they come off bitter and they kind of start using shitty language and they're bad so you can you can have an idea that there's one guy out there, Fleckus, that sometimes will just be like, hey, can you just admit that he's not – Trump's not that bad? He's not literally Hitler? Like, you know, and that's fine. There's that whole thing. Yeah, he's pretty bad, whatever, but technically he's not literally Hitler. But Eddie Bravo's on the podcast, bro, and I want you to hear these these things of him, him talking. He's 
because uh, you've heard Eddie Bravo before. You know how when he gets really excited about something, and I'm thinking some of our podcast listeners are, are familiar with Eddie Bravo, he gets so amped. He's on this thing now where he's like, it's Joe, Brendan, Schaub, Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub, Brian Callen, Eddie Bravo, and they're just having a conversation about like riding bikes. And then Eddie is like, yeah, but isn't Trump such a fucking badass he doesn't care what no one thinks and everyone's like hey eddie chill out bro and uh he can't take the hint and as they're having their whole podcast this fucking dude just can't help but keep coming in with these really it seems like he's almost delusional or on drugs but as i'm watching him i'm trying to see what drugs he on is it it's definitely an upper is it meth is it coke but would joe let him be on that and be on the show Eddie Bravo has literally stepped the line now where he's like, it's not that he's supporting someone that shouldn't be supported. It's the, what he's saying is like delusional. You could, re, you could replace it with anything. And it's gotten so strange that I was listening to an episode of JRE and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And you hear Joe and Brian and Brendan, like he, Eddie Bravo, Eddie Bravo's their friend. So they don't want to like call him out and tell him what the fuck. But I'm not sure if Eddie's going to show back up on the show again after this shit. Yeah, he's really hard to control, it seems like, because he won't stop. This is the worst time. Well, the 9-11 episode, like episode 911 with him in uh, Black Helicopters, fucking, uh, yeah. what's his name? From no, that was Info good. Wars. That was good. Uh, no, but uh, he, Eddie Bravo was like going nuts for parts of it, and it's like, just shut up and let the guests No, that talk. was good, though. That's, that's the good thing for, what is his name? Black Helicopters, the frogs are gay. Yeah, the like, <laughs> fucking Infowars. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Um, that was good because it was perfect because Eddie and Alex are both psychos, and that was great. That was funny. This was weird because you watch... He's trolling, but he doesn't think of it as trolling. He just doesn't know that that's what no, he's doing. He doesn't even know he's trolling. He's really... It was a weird moment. We'll get off it, but it's a weird moment because at one moment, they're trying to not call him out. There's a lot of times where you see them say, hey, Eddie, chill, dude. Just calm down a bit. Why do you keep going back to Trump and politics? We're talking about mountain lions, dude. But isn't Trump like a mountain lion? He's such a fucking strong warrior leader. And it's like, what the fuck is this guy on? Yeah, that's where it gets to the point where it's like. It gets weird. Like, to me, it's like, at this point, we're almost out of a first term. It could be a second. Who knows? I mean, yeah, whatever. Fucking, I wouldn't be surprised either way, right? We're in a shitty spot again. Whatever. In yeah, my opinion. It's not so much about the fact that Eddie's talking about No, Trump. no, no. It's but here's the what I'm going to say. he seems this brainwashing thing. Here's what I'm going to say. It's what happens that I've noticed is people that are like, Trump's the greatest president that's ever happened. It's like, no, he's not. You know he's not. He's middle of the road at best. You know what I mean? They're, they're, he's doing what all presidents do, which is not much because it's fucking bipartisan government. They're getting blocked to do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you, quo shit. if you just are honest, it's like, yeah, like, he's just there. Like, he is the worst president we've ever had in terms of people looking at us because he doesn't have a good image that he puts out because he's a baby. But, like, overall, it's just whatever. You know what I mean? He's just, I mean, I'm sure there's shit that's. People yeah, who are deep I mean, in politics. I don't even, I don't even care politically. You know what I mean? Talk about Eddie, Eddie Bravo. Well, what I'm saying is he's become that person that's like, Trump is a warrior. He's the warrior yeah. president. It's like, no, he's and not. It's very strange coming from someone who's actually like, he's a world class st- strategical yeah. 
combat artist yeah. in the most strategic and combat. Trump looks like a fucking one of the fucking um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like, yeah, he's got a literally. pear-shaped body. <laughs> or, uh, and the funny part was is they're trying. So his the thing is what I, what, the reason why I brought up is his friends are trying to like not kind of like call him out. You know, mm-hmm. like they're trying not to be like Eddie, get the fuck out of here. So the whole time they're like, Eddie, hey, chill, dude, chill, bro. And at one point they try to like commiserate with him because at one point they bring up like a tweet. So I guess Donald Trump's son tweeted something. And here's one thing you can't lie about. Sometimes these motherfuckers be tweeting some shit that's like it's trolly funny shit. And it's so crazy to see like technically American royal family motherfuckers tweeting crazy shit. And it's kind of sometimes funny. Yeah. If it wasn't sad, it'd be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So at one point they bring up like a tweet of Donald Trump Jr. like tweeted something and they kind of laugh and they're like, yeah, that was funny. And then that that's the one I got to clip out for you and send to you because Eddie flips out because he thinks he just turned to them. And then you see him like go into this mode of like, yeah, because isn't he so fucking brilliant and smart and such a badass and amazing and the best. And everyone's just kind of like, how do we stop this? Yeah. And I think Joe's hum- humility and humbleness to his friend, I think he needs to just be like, Eddie, he'll never do it. Eddie, yeah. leave. But I think he should never have him on again. And it's not because of Trump shit. God, there was a it's time when my... no one's ever been that psycho. There was a time when I would only listen to the fight companions because I really liked Brennan Schaub and Brian Callen for a while. I was listening to Fighter and the Kid and whatever. Yeah. And I loved when Brendan would amp Eddie into like conspiracy. Like he, you know, he used to egg him on. Yeah, because like, it was Area Fifty One. Yeah, and yeah, it was funny. And, and he and would be like, just, "Yeah, bro, oh. what about the jet fuel, man?" And he would like, and Joe would be like, "Come <laughs> on, man, don't egg him on." And yeah, that was a Joe funny would be dynamic. Like, Dude, what are you doing, Brendan? He'd yeah. be like, "Eddie, what you heard about the they they put Skittles in the yeah, jet yeah, fuel? Yeah, exactly, the rainbow." Yeah, but yeah, so I thought it was funny, and I I just thought it was weird, like. That, yeah, man, like that last fight companion as of today was the most bizarre thing I've seen on his show because uh, Eddie's losing his mind. And I'm thinking, is he on an amphetamine or cocaine? No, I I think there's he is. There is like there's a lot of weird uh, psychological shit around the current administration on all sides. Like there's people that, you know, are psychotic on all sides about it. Like they're their logic is not forward thinking. You know, they're not, they're not logic forward. It's like emotion forward and it's on it's, all sides. You know what I mean? And, I, I I almost think it's like a typhoon or a twister. Their logic is centered around themselves. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's, I think nowadays because of our, the way that we live our lives with our phones and our internet and we're looking and like, I forgot, I was actually watching a Chris Reagan video. I was laughing today because uh, he was looking at uh, something where he was like, oh, he's like, oh, I feel like a true millennial. I'm just scrolling and looking for myself. And I think that's what a lot of today is, is people are just acting to hear themselves or see themselves. And then they're not really thinking around themselves. They're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, I think that's a fair way to say it. But speaking yeah. of, why don't we jump into social media and listen to people hey, tell us how, how great we awesome are? How fucking awesome is this? Yeah, like we never, we don't have a lot of, we haven't had some engagement in a bit. And I did see earlier we did have some comments on your post. So I'm going to read the email first because this person wrote into our email and they deserve it yep. uh, to be. And if you ever first. email, you get privilege. 
So this is from David Rodriguez. Uh, it's titled Texas Fan. And so it says, what's up, guys? Uh, big fan here from South Texas. Been listening for about two years. I've enjoyed most of y'all's show uh, recommendations. Quick question. I'm 33 and just recently got into playing video games on my PS4. A friend recommended Destiny 2. I got really into it for about a year, but it's starting to get old. Do you guys have any recommendations on similar types of games? Shout out to Jesse for recommending Streets of Rage 4. I used to play it on my old Sega when I was a kid. Didn't know they had released a new one. Uh, I also binge watched Castlevania, Death Note, and Demon Slayer for the first time. Uh, Love them. Love them all. Uh, any recommendations on similar shows? Uh, thanks again, guys. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Regards, David Rodriguez. So first, thanks for writing in. Really appreciate it. Uh, and you know, for listening for two years, it's cool to you know get to talk to you. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Very cool. Um, in terms of Destiny-like games, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of, I feel kind of bad because I would love to say something but unfortunately i don't really online game much other than if i ever like online game it might be with like if i I do souls with you or i may jump on a fighter online Mm -hmm. but other than that i'm really like a play by myself i've tried to play the destiny games but i've tried to finagle them single player and they don't really work that way they're not great so i just i don't know they're very fun with friends. Most like so, the only other looter shooter that's big would be Borderlands. Uh, Borderlands Two, I would say, is probably one of the best games ever in terms of shooters. You know, with RPG mechanics. Uh, three just came out. Um, you, three, I didn't love uh, at all. I actually, I actively disliked the story so much that it really hurt the game for me. Um, but in terms of shooting and movement, it's actually the most refined. Um, and it's it's like Destiny on crack a bit because there's billions of guns because the guns are randomly generated. And there are uh, epic guns like there are in Destiny and they have very specific loadouts, but stats can change on them and things like that. So um, I would definitely recommend getting Borderlands 2, uh, Handsome Jack Collection, which uh, is on PS4. Um, it's cell shaded graphics, so they age pretty well just because, you know, they're, they're not top line anyways. Um, and then play through that. That's hundreds of hours and it is co-op. You can play with up to four people. Um, it's class-based. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. They're, they're very similar, just different, uh, story styles because, uh, Borderlands 2 is more comedy uh not more it's a comedy game with action stuff and there is some very uh heartfelt moments in it there's some stuff that's really sad um so it's a it's a very good story um three is a bad story but the gameplay is pretty good so uh if you're done with two after that it'd be worth playing three you know if, if you wanted to um anime recommendations um so i just finished demon slayer loved it um I watch a lot of stuff that's kind of in the same realm. Um, watch Darwin's Game. Um, that show just came out. It's, I think, like 13 or 14 episodes in. It's very good. Um, it's a little different. It's not very, you know, it's not demons, but it's AR gaming. So, like, phone game um, that once you start playing it, you get put into, like, Battle Royale. Uh, very cool. What else? Nice. Um, anime... I mean, I, online games like I, I would I would be a stretch. Like I said before, play some fighters, get your ass beat. 
anime recommendations. I don't have really series because I'm not really a series guy. But I will say a film called Spriggan. S-P-R-I-G-G-E. Spriggan. Mm-hmm. I think there's even an old school game for it. It's a pretty cool anime. Some good animation. thing has something to do with the uh, Noah's Ark. That's actually a spoiler. Okay. Um, it's actually great. I own it. It's great. Also, a really cool anime that I have a cool box set. Actually, I got to show you, Aaron, when I brought up that Final Fantasy anime last time, I have a lot of these old school box sets I would buy from old comic shops like 10 years ago or more where they're like Chinese or Japanese prints that come in these like cardboard, like hard, mm-hmm. like little box things. And they're like a couple of volumes. Uh, there's one that I have called Sprigan, Sprigan, S-P-R-I-G-G-A-N. And it's almost kind of like every warrior has his like stand or power or something. And it's kind of cool. So I would recommend Spriggan or Son No, I'm I'm an idiot. The first thing the movie I said was Spriggan. The show is called Scryde, which is oh, okay. the worst yeah, yeah. name ever. Scryde. 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 That's the one where everyone has like a power. Spriggan is like a story about something that I believe is Noah's Arky, and it's really, really neat. Uh, it, these things are probably available on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. Um, and Scryde is also another cool one, and then I would always recommend uh, Giver, G-U-Y-V-E-R, Giver Out of Control, free on YouTube. Watch it. Uh, Netflix-wise, uh, the three Berserk films that they put out were great. Love them. Um, yeah. The There was an anime I watched called Zodiac War, it's one season and it's done. It's very good. It's very fun. Very uh, every you know every fighter has their style and their special shit. You know, it's like very cool. Um, I just um, I just started Tower of God, which has really cool animation, very cool art, it's a fucking great name. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, Akame Ga Kill, which is uh, A K A M E, G A K I L L three you know three words. That's a one season and done show. Very, very good. That was a Nana Pratt recommendation along with Tower of God. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, yeah, Death I'm, Notes. I'm, I'm actually loading up my Netflix to dude. bring up my, my, my Nana Pratt recommendation, which was uh, Kengan Ashura. So Kengan Ashura on Netflix. It's It's like a combat anime. So it's basically based around like cool fights like Baki like grappler baki style and uh but the animation is animated and the fights are like kind of that like that 3d mm-hmm. Hate animation it. i'm out i'm out <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's but it's half though it's half and half like it's still pretty good i've been watching it at least through the first episode but uh that one's cool too uh fire force is another one that just finished its first season really really cool um and then I've been watching Black Clover, which I like a lot. That's more of a shonen. Um, obviously, watch My Hero Academia if you haven't had a chance, and One Punch Man, both great. Um, yeah, and anything else I think of, I'll I'll mention. You know, anime more as I because I've I've just subbed some to some new shows that I'm going to start um, once working starts back up because I usually watch anime on my lunch, and because I can't really watch it all day at work because I have to read subtitles. You know, so. And I'm yeah. actually working. So that's why I, I put on like things like detective shows and shit that I can like half pay attention to. And then I don't lose that much. You know, sometimes I have to rewind and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know, but, yeah. uh, 
All right. Well, anyways, David, it was awesome. Thanks for writing in. Feel free to write in anytime. Thanks, dude. And we'll uh, we'll keep coming uh, with recommendations if, as we come, you know, as we watch more stuff or think of more things like you know that we may have missed. Um, yeah, definitely. We got a bunch of messages. Yeah, I'm gonna jump let's, over let's to go, let's go through the gauntlet. I'm gonna jump over to Facebook. So uh, Facebook first. One I'll say is uh, our Deftones Deftones sister Senia. Yeah. Uh, from Manga Slobs. Yeah. From yeah, from uh, what'd you say? From Manga Slobs. Yeah. Uh, when are y'all gonna cave in and play some Fortnite? I mean, I installed it. Uh, her husband plays, and he was playing for a while. And I like playing video games with him. He's really funny. Um, if she's not on, you know, I play League with her uh, or Apex sometimes with her. Um, and so if I see people on, I'll I'll jump on. But I, you know, he hasn't been playing again. We play Final Fantasy together. Um, GTA Five is free on Epic Game Store right now, so I got that and I started playing online a little bit. You never had it? Never. I've never played through a How GTA game. How dare ever you? In my Are life. you playing online or the game? Online. I mean, I played the first prologue. Oh my of the god, game. dude! Play the game. Don't play online. Play the game. Play well, the game first. I don't really care about these games. I end up just killing people. It's really hard for me not to just like run people over with my car. That game is really that game is an incredible story. Yeah, Whatever. I've never played. That's another, that's another a conversation GTA for game. another day. Um, we'll do that another time. <laughs> but I have it installed. So if you want to play Senya, you got to build because I'm not going to build at all. That's my problem with Fortnite is I have no uh, interest in building. Yeah, I installed it when it came out. So I guess three years ago, yeah. two years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago. Um, I played it. I saw what it was. I just have, unfortunately, I have no interest. I do see that it is kind of a simple game that can be simple to learn, heavy to master, and it's awesome. And I'm sure you can have great times with your friends. Yeah. But uh, I have a real problem with, like, hey guys, we're playing from Tuesday from eight to nine. Like I like I play on my terms. Yeah. And in the middle of a session, I want to hit the pause button and go away for an hour. Like so, unfortunately, I'll probably, I'll probably, I'd probably play Apex with you before I play Fortnite, because yeah, Fortnite just, I don't like not to be edge lord. Like, I had a conversation with my guitar player last night. We were talking about Chili Peppers and shit like that. And like, I don't even if I can notice something's good, I don't like things that are fun. I like things that are like, I don't like music that's fun, angry. it's. I mean, it's not to be such an edge lord, but like Red Hot Chili Peppers is an amazing band. No thanks. And I have no, I have nothing for them. I don't I, care. I think that's more just, I, like I'm with you. I can recognize that they're good and people love them, but I have no. It's like three eleven. Dude, yeah. Um, three eleven is the perfect example. I know so many people that I'm very, very close to. That view 311 as like something that means so much to them. And 311 is douchebag mall stoner music, trash, garbage. I don't care. <laughs> it's too fun. Like, you know what? I can play 311 around my grandma and she might be like, oh, that's nice. This it's is not nice that everything music has to be Edgelord. Boys. It's not that everything has to be Edgelord, but it's just. I don't really care for the cutesy shit. That's why I like with the whole thing when you were talking about Marilyn Manson and carrying your lunchbox. I remember the whole phase of Happy Tree Friends, which was little teddy bears doing gnarly, gnarly fatalities. I always thought that was cringe and stupid. I I liked Invader Zim the first time I saw it, and as soon as I saw anyone else like it and they thought they were edgy for liking it, 
I was like, I'm totally out of Invader Zim. See, the first time I saw Nightmare on Elm, Nightmare Before, oh, Christmas, Nightmare Before I Christmas, I automatically knew I hate this. I so hated I'm it because it's a bad Fortnite. movie. It's a bad story. Um, Invader Zim's funny because I love Yonan Vasquez. Like, I was a huge Johnny the Homicidal Maniac fan and uh, Squee fan. Um, I didn't read yeah, uh, I Everything wasn't. is Awful, I think is what it's called. Um, but Zim, I never really got. I I, I love the animation because I love Yonan Vasquez, but uh, and I like the show. The Christmas episode and the last episode are both very, very good. But, you know, I, I wasn't, I was a little too old for Nickelodeon at the time. You know what I mean? I think it's a good show. It's just I haven't watched all of it. But, Anyways, I'm going to skip ahead just because it's funny. Uh, Alex, uh, Comic Book Alex read in, uh, What's Aaron's favorite band and why is it Buck Cherry? Uh, <laughs> I sing Buck Cherry more than I care to admit because I think I Love the Cocaine is a really dumb, funny song and Crazy Bitch is a really stupid, funny song. Um, but my favorite band is Deftones, obviously. Um, Wait a minute. Hold on. That's a big thing to say. Also, you can't bring a Buck Cherry without bringing up that that wedding video. Yeah, of that like trailer bitch. trash video of the lady where like I'm the, I forgot what it was, but it's like I'm it, a crazy ass bitch. No, it's or some the shit. song that goes, "Hey, you're a crazy bitch, but you fuck so good. Yeah. I'm on top of it when I dream, doing you all night." <laughs> That's literally saying I have taken no time to learn about your actual like uh, personality, but I enjoy the times that we have done drugs and had sex together. No, it's so even I'm worse gonna, than that. I'm it's... going to get into a contractual obligation to marry you. It's That song is literally, you're a bad person and you're mean and you're toxic, but you fuck really good, which <laughs> is, a, is a situation that I think everybody's been to where it's like, yeah, you're a terrible, you know, this is a terrible relationship, but man, every every time we fuck, it's pretty cool, and my brain goes like, yeah, keep doing that. Yeah. And then you learn not to. Uh, but Deftones is my favorite band. Um, so are you sure they are your favorite? 100%. No question okay. in my mind. They're one band. of my favorites, definitely, for sure. <laughs> I can listen that to was, them anytime, um, and I love every one of their albums. Yeah. Even so Gore, which I haven't... That gone deep dive into i still like it like i can put it on and i can jam to it but um True. all right so david isaac says uh i send positive thoughts and good vibes hope they hope you have a great show thank you thank you david that's very nice of you to say that dude uh ryan mears from the comic slobs says uh what's your favorite scent for a candle how do you have a different order than i do it's i don't know oh, Facebook i'm looking at to, most relevant yeah i put it all comments um uh, so Mears, the answer to that is whatever candle Kelsey buys and puts in the bathroom that I can light after I poop. <laughs> I don't really care about scents. True. I mean, I like the ones that smell like a sugar cookie. <laughs> or um, wood. My favorite candle. I don't really fuck with candles. I like incense, and I'm old school, so it's frankincense and myrrh. Oof, boy. Yeah, it's kind of robust. Uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Uh, mention of the year, Nana Pratt, uh, who we just talked about, uh, says, hmm, no question, but love you guys. Always entertaining. I love you too, man. Always. And Thanks you have both. really good taste in anime. Yeah. And I'm sure in other And stuff. you also have a really big, bright, uh, infectious smile. Yeah, you're a great guy. Nan- Nana has like a big, like, his smile happy face is nice. Mm-hmm. Like when I smile, you know I'm fucking faking it. <laughs> but Nana, like Nana, has that like when he when he poses for a photo and he smiles, I'm always like, dude, 
to bum rum friends overseas. Like I would enjoy giving him a big. Yeah, he seems hug, like you know? you'd love to hang out with him, right? Like it would just be a good time. And yeah, his man. wife does um, like a puppet show now. I, uh, pl- uh, Nana, next time we'll do this. So in two weeks, we'll probably post the same thing. Plug your uh, plug your wife's um, her channel and everything. She does kids shows, which is very cool. Um, wow, well, puppets and shit. Mm-hmm. Sick. And she does like she can talk without moving her mouth. It's crazy. Oh, ventriloquism. Yeah. That's really, really the all the rage now that we can wear masks. Yeah, because you don't want to move but your dumb sh- chin. It's um, so Haley Marr uh, says, James Vanderbeek or Joshua Jackson? Pacey or Dawson? The answer is Pacey, always. Gotta love a who's, bad boy. Okay, I know James Vanderbeek. Who's the other one? Josh Jackson is the guy who was B- Dawson's friend who, you know... Like, in Dawson's Creek? Yeah, not the girl. I never saw Dawson's Creek. He was Shit. uh Percy <laughs> uh or Josh Jackson was in um Dark Hair. Dark, he was short, in Fringe. He was in Fringe. He was the lead in, in that show, like the molder to that show. Or um he was I don't in know. Honestly, Bones or Skull I'm and Bones. Know. Uh it, I'm exempt. Okay. <laughs> so then Dawson, James Vanderbeek by default. Uh Dawson on the boat crying. Yeah. Thomas H. Barton says, Hey guys, been a listener since the nerd porn days, and this is the first time I've ever caught one of these posts on time. Just thought I'd Sick. tell you I appreciate what you guys do. Never change. Stay safe and love you. Love you too, Bro, man. First time you couldn't think of a bullshit question. It's okay. Dude. <laughs> he just wanted to say. I said questions, comments, or whatever. So No, that's cool, man. Thomas Barton, thank you so much for writing in. That's awesome. Yeah, stay safe to you too, man. Stay away from the gym where fucking mouth breathers go. Just wear your mask. No, fuck, fucking whatever. Anyways, I'm, I'm just no, gonna make I, myself no. I mean, mad just again. wear your mask and don't go to the gym yeah. and don't fucking go anywhere unless you don't need to be there. This kind of shit makes me dark, and I feel I'm sorry if any of you guys went to the gym and I offended you. I just think you're dumb. But I love no, I think you anybody still. who went to a gym is dumb right now. Yeah. Uh, James Hop says uh, thoughts on the release of the Snyder Cut. My thought you know is, what he's talking about? Yeah, my thought is this right here. Yeah. Um, isn't the Snyder Cut already on the, 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 the DVD? No. I mean, the Blu-ray? No, no. They, just... they have the director's cut. Yeah, that. but see, the thing is, the director is technically Joss Whedon. It's not the Snyder, because Snyder stepped down and Joss Whedon took over directing at the end. Wait, so now we're going to get a new, a third cut of the movie? Yeah. Which is okay, going to so be bad. Gonna a, so we're going to get a third cut of a bad movie? Yeah, the same shit footage. <laughs> we're just going to get shifted around. It's going to be dog shit. Well, what's ups- upsetting, I mean, we have a bunch of questions we'll get to quick, but like for a second, what sucks is is I'm pretty sure this cut is going to be no more than some stupid shit like, I left 20 seconds in the intro with the helicopter shot of the city, and then I left um, two lines of dialogue with Batman halfway through when he asks somebody for a fucking soda. It's going to be literally shit that doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's going to be like, this is li- this is my cut, but I'm pretty sure if you separate all the new shit he's adding, it's going to be either ambient bullshit we didn't need or nothing because I highly doubt this cut is going to give a revamp of the actual story or anything that's going on. Yeah, it'll you have, just be we already a, have two cuts. It'll just be a shift. Direct, right? It'll just be a shifting of the puzzle pieces and like the you know basically a restoryboarding. I'm sure maybe some scenes that were cut that should have been cut and still suck, 
How they got it because there was already a Blu-ray out that has those yeah. deleted scenes in it. Yeah, it's just gonna be so re recutting. It's gonna be reshuffled. Yeah, it's gonna be reshuffled, it. and there's probably gonna be maybe a cool ambient shot where it's like, oh, we left an extra four seconds of this building because the reflection was nice. Leave Superman's mustache in so it doesn't look so fucking crazy. Um, anyways, I think it's dog shit, and Zack Snyder's dog shit. And uh, I, I'm sad that his daughter died, and I don't wish that on him or anyone else. But I'm glad he's out of DC. Uh, Eric McPeaks says, "What games would you like to remake? Would you like to be remade or remastered?" So that's uh, an episode, bro. Obvious answer is Chrono <laughs> Trigger. Uh, yeah, that's that's an episode's worth just to get through. Like, so you said Chrono Trigger, and what else? I would say Chrono Trigger, uh, Shining Force 2 and 3, 3 being released fully since we only got the first episode uh, in America, and it was for Saturn, which I didn't have. I bought that game, and someone fucking borrowed it and stole it. I never got to play it, um, because Shining Force 2 is one of my favorite games ever. Um, So I'd love to see a full remake of that. Um, And 3, I would just love to see a remake so that we can get the full story. Um, yeah. Chrono Trigger, obvious answer. Uh, Super Mario RPG maybe would be fun. I know Paper Mario is supposed to be like sequels to it, but I have no interest in those games at all. Oh, there's a Paper Mario in the development right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I have no interest. I don't. I don't know why. I just I don't think they look like they're good deep stories. You know, might be yeah. just judging a book by its cover. But um, yeah, for me it would be. It would probably be, I would say, Beyond Oasis on the Genesis. Okay. Not a lot of people know about it, mm-hmm. and even though they do, it's basically like a Zelda-style game. So yeah, I, I really it. think Beyond Oasis would be really good to remake, um, as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, uh, because if you look at the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis version, they're different. But the Sega Genesis version, which people tout as being the lesser. Is actually really interesting, so it would be nice to have them do something with that. And then I really think a a true traditional, real like remake remaster of the original Fatal Fury would be a really big deal and really great because uh, it's almost too much to say. I would almost have to save it for another whole segment. But Fatal Fury was created by the person, the the director of Street Fighter One. The guy who made Street Fighter for Capcom quit Capcom after he made Street Fighter. And he went to SNK and he was like, yo, I learned how to make a fighting game. And he made Fatal Fury. But he didn't realize that Capcom was making Street Fighter 2. So Fatal Fury came out just before Street Fighter 2. And Fatal Fury is leaps and bo- leaps and bounds beyond Street Fighter 1, but doesn't meet Street Fighter 2. So that's why they've always been left in the dust. So I think the real retelling of the original true Fatal Fury or Art of Fighting, but Fatal Fury, would be a great remake for the fighting game community. I think it would be great. But other than that, I think Beyond Oasis on the Sega Genesis, which is also available on the Sega Genesis collection uh, and the Sonic Sega Genesis collection for PS3 and PS4. So I I think those games are great. I will say... Or play them in their original form. I will say I'd love a remake of um, either... Well, I would say Champions of Norath um, with, you know, online uh, co-op, which would be great. 
which was the EverQuest version like Baldur's Gate of the Baldur's Gate games. Yeah. Yeah. Same company. They just made it in the EverQuest IP. And the Champions games are a little more fleshed out. There's like more characters and, you know, more availability for items and stuff. So Okay, so can I ask you this with Champions because I remember Champions of Norath and, and Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate two, mm-hmm. huge, awesome. And then that goes into Diablo, obviously. Same shit, right? Yeah. Is it? They're is similar. Is me buying Diablo 3 complete going to give me the Baldur's Gate experience? No. I don't think so. No, 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 no. Uh, they're similar Does anyone still do that? Mm, what do you mean? Give the experience of those old school isometric dungeon crawlers. Everything now just feels like the Diablo thing of you stand in front of the World of Warcraft where you stand in front of the enemy and spam attack while spamming heal. And it's so, just like, do I have contextual yeah, battling? Yeah, there's, there's Divinity, Original Sin 1 and 2, which released on PS4, Switch, Xbox, PC. Yeah, uh, I've, I've been looking at Divinity. It was Divinity like, on sale. Divinity great. Original Sin 1 is amazing. 2 is like amazing times 2. It's They're fucking great games. But uh, Pillars of Eternity 2, 1 and 2 are both out on uh, PS4 as well. Those are isometric RPGs that you can but pause you and play. But you mean fun as in not like in that D&D way where you're just fucking sitting there mashing attack and heal? And it's like, you know when you're, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? That like kind of, that kind of gameplay loop where you're standing in front of a giant enemy and you're just, your, your character avatar is just constantly swinging its weapon and then you're just pumping heel into it no. and it doesn't look fun and it just, but you know what I'm, what yeah, I'm talking Yeah, I know what you're about, saying, right? but no, those games are not like that. Divinity not is, like that? Divinity is fully turn-based. It is oh. turn-based a la uh, true tabletop. So you have a turn, you get to move, and you get to attack. You have points that okay. you can spend okay. to do those things. You start every round with a certain amount of points. It refills, you know, however many around. And then, so say you have five points, and it takes three to attack, but you can get to someone in two to move. You can then move and attack, or you can cast a spell, which might take two points, and then move to get away. You know, so yeah, that's too much. Those games are <laughs> fucking great. Like top tier some of the best games of all time for me um and i'm not saying that out of anger i'm just saying like i would love to for other people to play them um okay all right Next one. so otto newman asks uh you guys ever play legacy of kane uh any of the series i played soul I did. reaver did you yeah i played soul reaver i don't think i beat it but i had a friend who's obsessed with it yeah it, they were they were headed by idos interactive mm-hmm. back in those days and i think Unfortunately, I didn't play through all of them. I did. I think. I think. I think I had Soul Reaver, because you had the Reaver sword and you had the wings and like you remember your jaw got ripped off. Mm-hmm. You wore a scarf and shit. <laughs> and they came from Legacy of Cain with Cain the Vampire. I'm. I do definitely know that for almost a decade, people have been begging for that series to come back. Yeah. And it would be really wonderful if we even just got some texture upgrades for for a. Fuck the texture upgrades. Just can you just port them to our PSN That's store another, and I can pay five bucks for them? It's another good answer to remake remaster would be the Legacy of Kane series. Yeah, because it was a, it was a trilogy and a lot of really cool stuff that was just lost. And Idos went did go to do cool stuff. After that, Idos started doing like all the Hitman games, which I do definitely recommend. And they all did the, Hitman the games um, on. Abe's Odyssey games. The... Yeah, Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus. Mm-hmm. Which are dope games. Uh, 
I I don't have much. A really cool thing about Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver was like that whole thing where you could you could phase shift. Yeah, remember that you could mm-hmm. shift into a different phase. Play that was PlayStation One, was it or was it? Yeah, PS- PS One. Yeah, you could phase shift into like the the Soul Realm or the Real Realm, and it was really neat. And I really like that idea. There are some games that are still kind of doing that. I'm having trouble thinking right now what game does that. It's a game that I bought. Uh, um, Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor, right? Don't you shift well, around? Well, uh, that's not really so much. No, that's more just like, dude, fuck those Shadow of Mordor games. They look great, but those games are trash. Mm-hmm. Like, those games are great in presentation value and what they are, but in the end, those games are slogs. Those Lord of the Rings games are shit. That they're just terrible. But uh the Luchador game. The Luchador game. Mm-hmm. The Luchador indie game that came yeah. out. It I was uh it, I have it in front of me. I have it in front of me on my system. They had a thing like a phase shift, the same way that Soul Reaver did as well. Um El Fuerte, no, that's from Street Fighter. I don't fucking know. But the fucking Luchador game that was yep. really cool that everyone liked. Uh but yeah, you know. Legacy of Kane would be cool if they brought it back. I think it would be a really easy way if they just did a... They don't even have to do like a full remaster. Just put it into the PlayStation... Even just do the PlayStation 2 version. The the, the final one. Because there was one on PS2, I believe. Put it on the uh, PS2 on, on PSN store. Just port it. Let us have it. Give it a year to breathe. And just like do something. Maybe remake the old ones or... Maybe just clean up the old ones and it would be nice. Those were fun games with the cool vampire protagonist, uh, similar to the to the Blood Rain series. Blood Rain was a really cool series. But thanks for that. It's a it's a cool throwback to ask us about fucking yeah, fucking legacy beloved game. games. That uh, that series is like yeah, people are clamoring for it and they're never gonna do it because who knows why. Um, okay, no. final two is Justin's Werner. He says, uh, "Who's your favorite action star?" First question. Easy. Easy, dog. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Who are you? I mean, Tony Jaa is really awesome. Ah, uh, no character. It's all substance. No character. Yeah, but it's so he's so good at action. He's good at action, but so is a fucking... So is a, a, a mocap. Um, no, one ever, no one is ever going to have the... The round and bouncy ass of Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that's all substance, no character either. Um, probably <laughs> no, when I was a kid, it was Van Damme for sure and Schwarzenegger. Um, now I don't even know who counts. Like The Rock. Uh, well, I don't know. Schwarzenegger was never there for me. He was because he was there for one-liners and gunshots. Yeah, that's uh, an action. Steven thought, Seagal maybe. was always a piece of shit. Yeah, Steven Seagal was always bad. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme could at least. I, I, I always liked that he was kind of a douche. You could always tell the accent. He was always a little bit full of himself, but he really could do that nice kick. And I really like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, what I about, don't know. What about Mark Dukakis? You remember Mark Dukakis? <laughs> what was he in? He was like the guy uh, that looked like he was like kind of Asian looking. <laughs> And he's in like a bunch of shit. Um, fuck, he was in like all the off, like, like B action movies. Um, 
I think he was in Only the Strong. Uh, he was in something, The Dragon. No, Don the Dragon Wilson is another one. Um, but Mark Dukakis, I believe, is the guy that does the a la cuisine in uh, Master Chef. Oh my God, you're right. Or Iron Chef. Yeah. Um, Mark Dukakis is the guy in Iron Chef, and he was in Only for the Strong, and he was in uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, he's in a brother, bunch of he's shitty in movies. Dra- oh, here's the best one. He was in Double Dragon. He there was you Jimmy go. Lee. Yes. Billy Lee and Jimmy Lee, he was in Double Dragon. He was in Cradle to the Grave with DMX yeah, and Jet Li. Hell yeah, dude. He's in Iron Chef. He's in John Wick 3. He was in Brotherhood Ooh, of the Wolf. You remember dude, that thing when that came Bloodborne out? That's Bloodborne the movie, baby. That movie's great. Brotherhood of the Wolf was like kind of like before its time because yeah. we'd never seen a period piece be taken with such like new mm-hmm. style. Like if no, if anyone listening doesn't remember what this is, if you look up a movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf, it was almost like a Pilgrim era movie. It's Victorian era, I think. Yeah, Victorian almost. It looks like they're dressed up like Bloodborne characters. Yeah. But they're doing super kung fu in the forests. Fighting werewolves with like... (laughs) Or fighting yeah. people they think are supposed to be werewolves, but then these like kung fu guys that have like a sword made out of a spinal column that like breaks apart like ivy. Yeah. And uh, it's so yeah. strange. This guy's whole fucking shit was like kung fu fight movies, and in the end, he's the guy that like. A la cuisine. He's the guy. He's the guy that has two chefs, and he goes fight, fight yeah. too. Like when two chefs are like, "All right, man, we're just making quiche, bro. <laughs> Chill, bro." Uh, he, would eat, he would bite the apple super aggressive. Yeah, it was a pepper. It was a pepper. That's the even funnier part. Yeah. He just bites a pepper. Um, he was uh, he was great in John Wick 3, actually. And actually, Keanu's a great action star. Probably best of our current time, like, in terms of he, like, fucking trains for that shit and learns. All right, yeah, but I need to go to bed. To so yeah. <laughs> let's finish this last one. Now, At the final question. It's Justin's Werner again. It says, what's a movie you love but everyone else hates? I don't know how to answer that. I'm trying to think, man. Because that's the whole thing is nowadays in our culture, everyone, all you guys listening, what do you guys else fucking think? Everyone's whole thing is look at this thing I like that you don't like. That's kind of the new hip is the thing no one likes is what everyone likes. Bad movies are good now. We love bad movies. Troll 2 is great. I love Samurai bad Cop is awesome. That's my fucking problem. Yeah, I like to fuck. I got a fucking problem. Um, that's a two chain uh, line. Something that's I, the best. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably Hereditary because that's a very split. I mean, it's a very critically acclaimed film, but I know a uh, lot of people who love horror hate that movie, and I love that movie. I mean, you're gonna go with that? Come on, you have a better one. I mean, I feel you because I'm kind of like I'm here. Don't with judge you me when you don't got a fucking answer, bitch. <laughs> well, Hereditary was good. I, I do feel you. I'm there with you. I'm just thinking of recent stuff. I, th- I, th- I think I'm on that side too, where I'm like, Hereditary was all right, but I don't, I don't really hold it to a high regard. I love that movie. Really? I think it's really good, but I don't hold it to a high regard. Hail Paimon. Actually, one of my um, my best friends who uh, is a big horror guy, I was so excited for him to watch it, and he was like, eh. And I'm like, dude, I loved that movie. Man. Um, I think my choice eventually, originally would have been 
Evil Dead 2013 yeah. because everyone was like, that movie's terrible. Evil Dead is good, but that movie sucks. And I'm like, uh, the remake is better than all of the other Evil Dead movies. And if you're just looking other, for horror, right? yes. Yeah, if like as a horror film, 100%. Yeah, because all the other Evil Dead movies are silly, stupid, hey, I'm Bruce Campbell, and I'm obsessed with myself. I don't like him. I think he's a piece of shit, and... He is no reason why I watched Ash vs. Evil Dead. I don't like him. He's a one-note actor who got lucky. He's a one-hit wonder. He plays the same character in every film. I think he is hack, and he's trash. And he got lucky that he could go into this one little foxhole he has, and people will send him bags of peanuts so he doesn't starve. Because I'm pretty sure he's not filthy fucking rich swimming in a pool of supermodels. I'm pretty sure he's well off better than me. He was on bird Bruce notice, Campbell, baby. He's making money. But but Bruce Campbell's trash. Oh, I love Bruce Campbell. But I love Evil Dead. I love Evil Dead 1 and 2. I don't give a fuck about Army. Ooh, of I love Army Dead. of Darkness. God. I think it's... I don't... Like, going back to something we said earlier, I don't like when people have fun. I don't like fun, silly shit. I don't like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Scott, did you judge what you draw? I don't like that shit. Uh, Army of Darkness is that. It's like, hey, look at these funny little skeletons. Hey, we're being silly. I don't like that shit. She's dancing around and she's a skeleton. I cut her head off. I don't like silly shit. Fuck you. That's why I like the Evil Dead remake. Evil Dead 1's really good. Evil Dead 2 had Evil Dead 2 has some evil shit in it. That's why I like those films. Bruce Campbell, if he invited me to dinner, I'd be like, I'm straight. I'd rather go and circumcise myself. Nah, I, w- I probably wouldn't want to do that. I'd probably take the dinner. But, like, I don't like him. I don't like Bruce Campbell. I don't think it's fun. I don't like it. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. So people who say Evil Dead 2013 sucks because it doesn't have your shitty, cheap, trash humor in it. Like, your fucking cheap cheap laughs i i don't agree with that so i i I guess i would say evil dead i'm sorry i got so aggressive about that i feel really strongly about that i don't like that dude and some of my favorite movies of all times are like his movies and he upsets me so much like it's groovy baby makes me upset i get he didn't write the movie you Son of a bitch. No, like, it's but okay. Did you ever see Bubba Hotep? He plays the same yes. character. Because at that point, that's a fucking character that's like loved now. They that that movie well, was written as a love letter to Ash. He's the only that's the only thing he does. Bruce Campbell is and I get it. I, I do think it's cool. Like it's funny. He plays Bruh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's the same guy in every fucking movie as a dumb Turkish or whatever fucking stupid accent he has, and he does a split. <laughs> Come on, man, it's the same Belgium. shit. Belgium. <laughs> the muscles from Brussels. Like I, Brussels, I love him. Brussels. Yeah, I know, dude. So that's I, what I'm saying. I'll we say, have different tastes. To and answer, that's okay. To answer this question, it's actually easier to say what do I hate that other people love? Which is uh, high tension. I hate that movie, and it's like one of those movies people are like, <laughs> one of the best movies ever. <laughs> Fuck <No>. you, uh, um, <laughs> man. There's another one that I fucking hate that everybody. You loves. know, it's so funny how stupid me and this other girl were. We watched High Tension together, and for two years, we thought High Tension was like the peak reason why we 
were so connected because we watched this deep movie together and we got it so much uh, that we were like high, to the point where years later she still bought a copy of High Tension and had it sealed. And we were like, yeah, High Tension is deep. Oh my God, <laughs> that movie is fucking trash. No, now what do you know? So I'm sorry for getting off on Bruce Campbell, but I really fucking hate him. And I think I don't like people who are, I don't like things that are funny or having fun. I think it's silly. I think it's stupid. <sighs> Okay. It's stupid and I hate I gotta it. Gotta go to bed. We we've said this three times. I have to go to sleep. So mad. Evil Dead twenty thirteen is Kelsey the best. needs to come in here and go to bed and it's <laughs> fucking midnight and a half now. Like well, I've been awake since six forty five AM. Okay, Jesse? I thought we were gonna do a four hour Street Fighter session now. Anyways, nerds, everybody, we love you guys. Thank you for listening to us. Hey, for real, if you want to call me out, holler at me, Jester954 on PlayStation Network. If you can go first to five with me, I'll give you the Mortal Kombat uh, Scorpion movie. I'll just give you the Scorpion Stinger. That's my dick. I'll have have sex with you. (sighs) Another fucking one, another one down. (laughs) Take care of yourselves, guys. We love you. I had to go oh, back. Come on, I was trying to be nice and fucking romantic. No, I had to go back to the other page, so it took a second. But that was for my own joke. Anyways, I'm we love make you guys. A new drops. I'm gonna get a Dark Souls death drop. That sound. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, we love you guys. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Keith and I'll be back <clears throat> this week, probably an hour. It's so it's been an hour episode and then a three and a half hour episode. Hour, three and a half hour. So, you guys are getting content. Suck it. We love you. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves, guys.